Beers, rolling dice, and talking shit. The veteran gamer re-enlisted. Episode 70. There's so much crying already. What's up, veteran gamers? We are back. Another edition of the show that drinks beer, rolls dice, and talks shit. Murica's 40k podcast. Apparently, the uh, Dick and Fart podcast too. Dick and Fart. Podcast. Oh, we got we got some new. <laughs> All right, sweet. got some new ones. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about it when we start talking shit about something else in a minute. But I'll. It, it was a conversation I had with somebody who we'll be seeing on Sunday. Okay. So, anyway. <laughs> God damn it! Now you have me thinking. Nobody wants that. <laughs> don't don't think. Don't yeah, think, right? No, just nobody just wants that. React and move. <laughs> just breathe and move. Play forty k. Breathing's a little difficult for me today. I'm a little stuffed up. Oh, you're gonna be. Are you gonna be snorting into the to the <sighs> mic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every so often. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I I'm the I'm the best in snorting. Um, we're talking, gonna, talking shit's fun. Yeah, talking shit's so much fun. Like even if it's like, especially with not, people who don't like to talk shit or yeah. don't understand that you're talking shit, and they get all butthurt about that. Butthurt about it. Yeah, oh, it's the, the best. best. <laughs> you're just sitting there like this is fun, and they're all butthurt. It's like, man, I don't mean really none of this, but since you're getting mad, sure, I'm gonna just keep poking I'm away at you. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a pretty good show for you today. Um. We've got, we're going to do a little bit on chapter approved. We're not going to really blow out chapter. We're going to talk about the broad strokes of stuff we know. I mean, a lot of stuff has already been released, but we really want to wait until we have like the book in our hand and really kind of get down into our list before we kind of do a chapter approved sort of show. And we're going to next week, we're going to have Pretty Dick um, on. He's going to talk about some chaos stuff. You're going to talk about some Eldar stuff. I'm going to talk about some Tyranid Imperium stuff. And we should have most of that, that book covered. Yeah, stuff that actually matters. Yeah. Like anything that like caught our eye or something, or maybe we think that's going to influence the meta or the way the armies are built, or maybe not make like what I've noticed from what, because, you know, everybody that's listened to this podcast, there's probably someone that's seen all the other shit, all the people that, you know, get the books early. So if you really look about it, like those competitive lists, just take the Yanari list, it's still a thing because the points just switch. In different areas. Right. So the list is still like, you maybe lose one thing here and there, but it's still basically the same thing. So, but it does make other armies viable. So it'll be interesting. And once we go over it, like I said, we're recording on December 12th. So obviously it's not out. And of course, GW doesn't like us because we're us. Right. right. Um, so we don't have the book. So we can't really want to get into it and say anything that's not fucking legit. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. But we know some broad strokes of some stuff that's there. And then the other thing, too, is next week's show will have the advantage of um, the book comes out on Saturday and we're playing at an RT on Sunday at Gamer's Haven. Yeah, and it will be utilizing. R- and our RT isn't a fucking bitch RT. And we, we use the rules right away. We are jumping right into it and we'll have some actual real life games played between the three of us um, with some actual chapter approved points and what it felt like and what well, it, what it, it might be the three of us. Pretty Dick is 
married now, so he's castrated. Oh, so that is true. I don't know if true. he'll go now. That is true. Remember, she has his balls in his purse now. Well, we saw his balls on Facebook because he took a picture before yeah, he got married. When he was taking a shit. Yeah. Was, I I appreciate it. I was like, oh, that's, you know, he's <laughs> breaking the fourth wall. Okay. Did you see his mom? Yeah. Son, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I just told him that was a good idea. You never want to question a fart when you're up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd yeah, be yeah. bad. That'd be very, very bad. That'd be very, very bad. And then we're going to do some after-action reviews. Um, we've got a league that we're playing and that we're almost complete with. Um, so we'll, have, we'll kind of treat that. We'll be talking about some of the games we've played, talk about the league a little bit, um, where we're at with that. And then, of course, we'll go into the conclusion of the show. we got a ton of voicemails to get to. That's crazy. A ton of voicemail means that there might be some negative ones, right? I'm hoping so. I hope so. Yeah. Maybe if you, even if you like us, you just call and be negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because all the positive ones kind of get boring. <laughs> <laughs> I like arguing, goddammit. Speaking of boring. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Another reason why we're not going to get these books early. Yeah, so, I don't know if you want to take away, but there's this podcast called VoxCast. Uh, it's it's Vox it, Crap. Yeah, Vox Crap. Yeah, I like that one. So, Vox Crap is a GW fucking podcast that they they did an Age of Sigmar one, and that one was, a little, the guy that does that one is a little more energetic. But the, whoever does this one, even if it's the same guy, I don't fucking know, but I listened to the first episode, and y'all know that I listen to a lot of podcasts. When I drive my truck. All types of shitty ones with shitty fucking voices, with snorting, fucking all types of audio problems where it comes out of one speaker and not the other. It's <laughs> They like, recorded on their phone that was on the other side of the room. Or they all record on one mic, you know, and sit on fucking laps. <laughs> like, I listen to them all. And I listen to them. All of them. Some I may hit the fast forward button a little more than others. But, dude... Vox crap cannot do not listen while operating heavy machinery. <laughs> Holy fuck. Like I was like midday, like, oh, I'll try them out, right? Midday, midday, I'm like pumped. I got, you know, adrenaline's going. I'm like middle of deliveries and stuff. I'm good. I'm not tired. I'm not driving home. No, this shit was literally putting me to fucking sleep with their fucking I don't even know what to say what their voices were like. But yeah, don't don't listen to that shit while driving. Heavy operation. Not even when you're painting, because then you're going to wake up and there's going to be a line down your fucking model. <laughs> well, I saw you talking shit online about it, and I was like, okay, maybe I'll... He says it's really boring, so let me give this show a listen to, because God knows it's a boring 40K podcast. It's going to have 30 fucking thousand downloads in a week. Yeah, because you know? just because the you know who it's from. And that's the thing why I downloaded it, right? It's like... It's from GW. It's from GW. It's from... This has to be good, right? Right. They'll tell me something that nobody else fucking knows. They have access to G... Like, everything. There's... The, the the shit is coming straight from the source, right? And I and and I didn't even go into it like, oh, they're gonna come up like competitive stuff, right? They're just I I was they're, they're not gonna, gonna cover that. That's fine. That's fine. You know, I get that. They don't know how to play that way. You know, it's it's fucking. Where are they from? England, yeah. Europe, whatever. England. They don't know how Nottingham. to play. You know, they suck. So, like, I didn't expect that, but I also didn't expect to be put to sleep. Yeah, I mean, to have your opening show being some guy talking about, oh, I create these models and talking really boringly about how I create these models, not... It's not, it's, it's cool if you had been talking about creating models. He had no excitement of doing yeah. it. Or even if he did, it didn't come out in his voice. Right. Like, at all. Like, get people excited about your shit. Not only is it a fucking product that you want people to buy, but it's your product. Aren't you, you supposed excited to? excited about it. <laughs> 
I, like, I'm going to give him a couple more listens to see, like, maybe just that guy suck balls. <laughs> um, it really, like, their host kind of seemed like it was struggling with him as well, like, talking to him. Like, I can't really blame the host, I guess. Maybe need a couple shows to warm up or something like that to really get, because our first couple shows weren't great, you know? No, I, nobody's not. But <laughs> I'm our show, our first show didn't put people to sleep. No, 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 no. They're either getting offended or laughing. So yeah. <laughs> either or, you're not going to sleep because you can't go to sleep while doing either of those. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Libtards are drinking so much coffee. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, to have that be your first show, really, like, if you're going to do a first show, if you're, you're going to go out there and say, we're going we're to enter into the podcast world. I, I'm sure they know their podcast out there. They had to listen to it of some come and said, we've got some entertainment value here to bring to you, not just... Two guys sitting here talking about 40K. You know, like, come on, do something, right? But maybe that's maybe I approach this differently. And maybe I fell asleep during it, the sites that came out, but there was, like, no, like, cuts cuts into it, like, exciting, like, movie, like, sounds. Like, they have the rights to everything. Everything. Like, you could put audio clips in there of, like, actual fucking audio dramas, you know, fucking advertising they're fucking audio dramas. Right. And their audio dramas are awesome. That would be awesome to be their, their fucking, like, their intermissions or their right. fucking breaks. Like, small inserts. Right. And then when you come back, say, like, hey, that was from this audiobook. Not only... So, GW, I know fucking somebody over there has to have balls that listen to us. Because they have to get... They get mad at us, so... <laughs> they have to know somehow. <laughs> so, like, do that. And then when it comes back, you're like, hey, that's from this, you know... Audio drama, whatever. Check it out. Black Library. Like, come on. They get mad at us? Huh? Do you have inside information that get mad at us? Well, they know about us. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say what the fuck I'm going to say. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they God know about it. us. God damn it. You can't fucking regulate me. Kick me off the team. I don't you care. Know, the, the, best, the best piece of marketing, though, they don't have the, necessarily the rights to. And that's the Dread Knight commercial. Dread Knight! <laughs> Kick him in the dick! Kick him in the dick! <laughs> Dude, I want to so... Have, I don't know how hard it is. I don't know if it costs a lot of money, really. But I really want to make a, like a short commercial, like 30 seconds, 15, 20 seconds, for RGT. I've got it, man. I don't know how to do that. I have no idea how to do something like that, but that would be awesome. I do that partly for a living, so... Sweet! <laughs> That'd be fucking. I awesome. got the camera equipment. I got the lighting equipment. I got have all, all the models. I have all. The, I have all the models. Yeah, well, we got <laughs> between you and me. We have all the models. Yeah, my toy store <laughs> and all your models that are actually built and paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a box test. I mean, it's it was boring, but you, you know you still want to support you know the company that does make the game for us. So like at least download it. So at least they think they're doing a good job, so they can stay. Cause I don't want I don't want them to go back to Ivory Towers, right? Yeah. And if like a lot of people <clears throat> start complaining about like the rules, which a lot of people do, but I do see a lot of comments where people like give them like, "Oh, this is great" and stuff. So I mean, there has to be positive people. I'm pretty sure somebody liked being put to sleep. Maybe they use it to go to sleep. I mean, that's a good for them. Yeah, yeah. And it might work work out for all those people over there. But download it at least. I don't, I don't fucking care. <laughs> like I, I'm I'm not here to put anybody's podcast like down. Like oh, don't go download or don't listen to them. Listen to them. I mean, it is from the GW. It's from the fucking top. The, mo- the mothership. The mothership. So you got to support where you got to support. It's kind of like, you know, the local game store. Got to yeah. support them so they stay around. Yeah, I guess. I'm not going to listen. It's still boring, though. Yeah. Maybe I'll come in episode five and see if it's changed. 
Well, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah, just let me know. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, you'll let me know. <laughs> uh, but Andy, I crashed. You can guess why. Oh, were you Don't. looking at the Vox house again? <laughs> God damn it, Ray. <laughs> Uh, I expect to hear from my lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was talking shit about some other podcast that was launching, too. And so um, saying the same thing. Oh, they're going to be boring as fuck. And this is a different podcast. I won't name it. But this is, they're going to be boring as fuck, but they'll have 30,000 downloads. And Jeff Poole goes, well, at least it's not I mean, people listening to your, di- your dick and uh, fart podcast. Yeah. Well, people so, like dick and fart jokes. Yeah, they do. Apparently. So you call this the dick and fart podcast. That's what we are. Yeah, yeah. We we'll wear that title probably. Yeah, I told him that we were hey, wo- another fucking shirt, fucking yeah possibility. <laughs> VGR podcast, you know, after America, forty k podcast, adult forty k podcast, Dick and Fart podcast, Dick and Fart podcast. Yeah, yeah. I said that we were kind of an acquired taste in podcasts, <clears throat> sort of like blowjobs after anal sex. Yeah, we were kind of required. You know, you got to have balls and, <laughs> and actually a man, and not be offended by absolutely everything. Right. <laughs> It's, you can't be a total libtard. Yeah, which is, it's kind of funny. Like, every time I meet people, like, even when we go to these tournaments and stuff, there was, you know, they usually say, like, you're not that much of an asshole, or you are that mean, or you are an asshole, but you're not, like, unbearable. Right. <laughs> I, I've gotten it twice now. I really don't like listening to your podcast, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, like, the greatest it's, fucking It is compliment. the greatest compliment of all time. <laughs> I don't like... It's not that you don't like listening to the podcast. You love listening to this podcast. You just don't like what it says about you. You just don't like you. <laughs> that's why you were liking it. So that's a personal problem. Yeah. So. It's a personal issue. Uh, but anyway, we've got a new patron. All a new, right. A new member of the Big Dice Club. Big Dice Club. The Big Dice Club. Uh, Francisco's your daddy. Yeah, he is your daddy. He's going <laughs> to watch you. So Francisco's going to be a big wah. He probably did. He, right he probably now. did. He's in the voicemails, I'm sure. Or even so. if he was listening at his work. Yeah. He did it, and his employees are looking at him. Yeah, like, what are you doing? What? But, of course, he's painting and putting models together in his car, so he's probably calling us from the car. So that's dedication. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but uh, J-O-J-F-T-J-S. Joffjiz? I don't know. Joffjiz. 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 You're now Joffjiz. Joffjiz. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for supporting us, Joffjiz. Uh, all the money goes to support the show, and, of course, beer money, which is a big support of the show. Uh, but he writes to us, cheers, fellas. Love the podcast. Expect to see me around at events looking to uh, get good and beat both of you assholes and join Altered State once I'm good enough. Good luck with that, motherfucker. <clears throat> yeah, well, good luck. And yeah. he's a lower-hanging uh, branch, but... Yeah, yeah, Come play <laughs> me, and we'll, we'll see where you're at, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, thanks for joining the Big Dice Club. If you want to join Joffjiz and uh, becoming a member of the Big Dice Club... Uh, you can always go to vgrpodcast.com slash podcast, and there's a big red button that says become a patron. You can't yep. miss it. It's giant and red. I mean, unless you're colorblind. And then it's giant and light gray. Even, even <laughs> if you're retarded, it's retard proof. So <laughs> it's right there. Well, our, our listeners are retarded and mean. They're retarded and mean. Retarded and mean. So, um, But lastly, and most importantly in the introduction, what we are drinking... Uh, I went and I picked up the Ballast Point. This is another local brewery, but Ballast Point puts out some good beers. This is the Mango Even Keel Sessional IPA. Still got coffee on my tongue, so. Yeah, you got to give it a minute. You got to give it a minute. And we'll tell you what we thought about it at the end of the show. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back uh, with some uh, data slate. And we're back with the data slate. A little bit of chapter approved news. 
The salt factory. Oh, it's so delicious. It's it's awesome. Right? It's, this is what I love about playing 40k. And I mean, I've been Eldar, so I'm used to it, right? Right. right the salt yeah. that comes towards me, like, oh, your army is so easy mode and broken. Uh, I bam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that uh? When other armies get like small little tweaks and stuff, they lose their fucking shit, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I don't. I think I've said in other podcasts a while back that we've had recorded is that like I think it's our military background where we kind of go like, huh, that sucks. All right, let's see what we can do now. Yeah, we embrace the suck. <laughs> it's like all right, well, there's something else I'm gonna do. So then we figure it out, right? And I've noticed that about a lot of military people that play this game because there's a lot of people that play this game they're military and they all have that same attitude like yeah it really sucked you know this happened but i got this or like well then i just take less of this or i change my list or you just adapt overcome fuck it right there's all the fucking you know career fucking civilians that are just like (laughs) oh i lose my mind army shit let me stomp on it let me sell it oh i'm I'm quitting (laughs) like i don't just fucking deal with it right (laughs) I don't know. Maybe a different point take on it, but it's just it's it's funny to me. I I really enjoy these times and now that we have three like landmark times where I like I know. Alright. First FAQ, lot of salt, awesome. Second FAQ, chapter approved. Three times of the year, it's like three presents from GW to me <laughs> where I can troll people on the internet and fucking just listen to all the crying. And all the competitive tyranny page, the competitive Necron page, those fucking idiots. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> it, oh. Is, it is, it is, it's comical relief when I'm at work, when I have nothing else to fucking do. The, the, the competitive Tyranid page pissed me off so much at one point. I spent a week on there just trolling people, trying to get kicked off the fucking page. <laughs> and I still didn't get kicked off the page. They're such fucking libtards, it don't hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah. You know? Like, one guy we went on there was like, after the FAQ, is like, do we get our Alpha Strike back? Because like, the day of the FAQ, go, you didn't even fucking read it? You didn't fucking read the FAQ? You didn't bother to read it, but you're going to come troll. Well, it's th- those questions are the ones I just kind of scroll by or just put, like, a picture of the actual, like, whatever they could have just read. Right, right. Like, it's in there. Right. Don't be cheap. Or right. borrow from somebody. Just read the damn thing. Don't bother being on a competitive page you don't even own the codex. Okay. Don't just sit there and battle scribe, make some stupid fucking lists, and understand anything about the fucking rules. Yeah, because one battle scribe might be wrong. Yeah. So, especially, oh man, that's it's gonna be weird because we have to do all our lists by hand. You're right. <laughs> this next this weekend, so it'll be it'll be interesting. We want to continue with the yeah, yeah. But anyway, there's a lot of whining and crying about, especially oh, from from the chaos players. Ah, chaos. From from Codex cultists players essentially. Yep. When all you played was nothing but cultists and a bunch of lords. And demon princes. And demon princes, right? But 120, 150 cultists, right? Losing your shit now. Yeah. And and your number one arguments that like, oh, guardsman is better than a cultist shouldn't be the same price. So let me break something down for you, okay? Break it down for me. This is competitive play, which uses points. So when they do their points, they're taking a lot of things into account right because there's these stratagems there's powers there's fucking what their guns are all the things they can do that's that's what i believe they do for points and that's why the points get adjusted so much because they see what people like oh fuck they can do this this and this or they can do this and this this so let's change the fucking points around but ray it should only be based off of the data sheet the points is just to be off the data sheet alone anything on top of that should be better exactly but that's power level right 
if you if if any of you have noticed, none of the power levels have changed at all that I know of, and I'm I follow lots, and none of the power levels changed. So if you want to play that way and just look at the data sheets, yeah, go play power level. You know the the cultist power level is still the same. Guardians are all still the same. You can have all the options you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. Go have fun. But in competitive play, they're trying to balance everything, and you gotta remember they have the testers too, the the game testers. And they put in their input and all that shit. So when they put in their input, they're also thinking of all these combos. They're also thinking of what their friends have told them. Like, oh, I can do this, this, this. And then fucking, they're like, oh, shit. Wow. Oh, that is pretty good. So and then they take it to their little, you know, hierarchy of circle of the Illuminati up there. And they fucking change <laughs> points. A cultist and a guardsman. Both five points right now, right? Now no. Coltus went to five? Col- yeah, Coltus went to five. Coltus went to five. So Aren't Guardsmen four? I don't know. Okay. But anyways, a, cult, a, a Guardsman, yes, can get orders and can't be interacted with. And they can combine up. And they have stratagems that can sh- shoot on fives and take cover. Cool. And their guns strength four or some shit like that. It's the last gun they can shoot a lot. Cool. Um, But a Coltus... You can move before the game starts. You can give them film pain. You can give them an invul save. You can have them shoot twice. You can have them plus one to wound. Uh, you can get killed to the last person, be fearless, and then come back. All four of you. For free. Yeah, guardsman with four not, points. Gu- Still a guardsman with the last gun's four points. Okay, but a guardsman has to, you know, come back because there is a stratagem for one of the, one of the, the legions. The Valhallans or whatever. Yeah, but you have to have reserve points to do that. It specifically says that. Cultist? No, you just do it for free. Fuck it. Yeah. You just get 40 more cults or 39 more cults back for free. So you're actually over points. But that's not here or there. But I'm saying, like, if people getting mad about fucking cults, you guys are the ones that brought it on your fucking self. <laughs> you guys are the ones that wanted, you know, 150, 160, 200 fucking cultists on the fucking table. And then GW was like, yeah, we don't like that play style. So they bumped it up a point. And it's only one fucking point. So you what? Lose a squad? A two? Okay. Yeah. There's other shit that went down. Shut the fuck up. Like, I don't... The crying is, is hilarious, but... there You abuse it just like uh, Matt Root. He abused the Tyranid thing. What happened to that shit? Got well, all the Tyranids got fucked. Right. <laughs> we, got, we got the rule of three and a points increase. Yeah. Like, that. Like, two weeks after the tournament. Risa said it on fucking his podcast, you know, is like, if you see something out there in the meta that's like out there in masses and doesn't do feel goods as they like to say it's probably going to get nerfed at some point points rules whatever right i mean i i expected it as much before like before i knew anything like i expected like yeah they'll probably do something i took thought they would take stratagems away from them right which are then they could be four points but just take away veterans of the long run that's the big one just take away veterans from cultists and you fix them yeah sure and then they can be four points or whatever. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're having all these guys shoot all these times, plus one to wound. You know, yeah, they're mostly wounding big things on sixes, but fives, that many shots. Yeah. It's going to take that, the wounds off. It, it makes a difference. Um, So, it is what it is. People are going to cry. It's The the salt factor of chaos is hilarious. because it, And it's also funny, too, because there's so much crying already. And there's only been chapter-approved, like, reviews. Right. Like, <laughs> nobody actually has the book. Well, I mean, there's a few people, but... The people in the masses that are crying about it are just what they heard on the YouTube channel or a podcast, right? 
they don't have the codex and the fucking chapter approved right next to each other and be like, oh, these all went up, you know, went up five to five points. But all this other stuff went down. Or like, oh, I can do this now. Or I can do this now. Like, it's like, like I was saying. You adapt- might almost break even with all the points up and down. And that's what I was saying earlier in the podcast. Like, there's lists that, like, you still play the same list. Just the points are kind of shifted in where they're at. And maybe have to lose a model here or there. Right. That's it. I mean, like, Reese has also said that the good lists are still going to be around. Right? It's just the points actually made other lists maybe viable. Right. Bring other things up. Necrons, you guys still suck, so. Yeah. Sorry for you. Not really. Well, here's the big thing, too, is all these people who said, like, oh, Grey Knight's got a whole lot of help and Necron's got points reductions. But almost everybody across the board yeah, it's- got points reductions. So you're just – the those shitty codexes are just keeping pace with everybody else at this point. And yeah. they're still, like, everyone sped up at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of their units went down in points, but so did everyone else's. It, that, and and that, on that point, like – you're saying about the good good still being there. Maybe because uh, there's some armies that I played against where like, man, maybe if you had one or two more units, right? Been a better game or it could have been different or you would have had a bigger impact on me your first turn. And that's a poss- possibility now. Yeah. Right? So we don't know. I still don't think it's going to change that much of the meta. It is going to change armies a little bit and like detachments maybe. Sure. Maybe some command points get moved around too. You don't know. Because the Yanari list, like maybe... They can't get as many command points because there's uh Yunari list with two battalions and then there's the typical one that, that's one battalion and then the Yunari. So right, it is it, it's just going to change the little things, but I don't think it's going to be as drastic as people think. Right, I I do think it's going to change the RTT meta area, right? Because in the RTT anybody can win an RTT. Yeah, even Necrons can win. It doesn't yeah. really it doesn't yeah, really yeah. fucking matter. But like that one can probably it will definitely change the RTT. Uh, atmosphere but the sure. major i don't think so right because the things that got improvements were the things people weren't taking anyway because the little leak that i saw for tyranids it was all the big bugs that i wasn't taking anyway you took swarm lord you got 50 points. well swarm lord yeah and then brood lord went down so that may be something i move in oh i'm getting them in i but, love the fucking yeah. brood lord but the things like the tyrann effects is you might start to see those but they're still expensive and they they still can't do everything you need them to do. Um, the harpies and the hive crown are still sh- they're still fucking garbage. Like, oh yeah, the harp. Yeah, don't forget about those in your cards. You go ahead and rip those pages out. Yeah, those, fuck, those guys are horrible. They're still fucking garbage. So like the things that went down in points, other than the swarm lord and the brood lord, was like, okay, cool. Like I'll take it because it's extra points I get. So I can just throw more gene stealers in. But 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 you're saying that in a person that was using you know almost forty gene stealers, right? Yeah, like you're not up there, but like almost forty. Gene well, I stealers. will be after this. And if you are using gene stealers, then you take Swarmlord. Yeah, like they just like when you put in battle scrap and go gene stealers twenty, and then like Swarmlord just pops into your list. Like right, you, right. you can't even remove them. Um, and if you if you do that, it says you are an idiot up there as well. <laughs> the um, little thing on battle the little red circle shows on battle scrap yeah, and says little exclamation point and goes, "Ah, oh, you're missing the Swarmlord." Yeah, idiot. <laughs> you dumbass. have five gene stealers in here. You didn't put the Swarmlord in. <laughs> you're a dumbass. <laughs> Yeah, so like, maybe, just maybe. I don't, Are you I, planning on taking extended carapace? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe there's a different way of building it. Maybe I'm not saying there is because I mean we don't have the book to look side right, to side. Right, right, right. Maybe there's another build that doesn't use gene stealers and uses a different all the bugs that got pointing decreases. Like the but you did get print. an increase, which is funny. What's that? The, oh, the, on the the, the neurothrow. Neurothrow. Yeah. <laughs> 
But you got your wish. The warlord guy or the prime went down. He's still a piece of shit. Doesn't do anything. But he's a cheap HQ. He can't. Great. He just now. he just now the seventy points I would have put into a neurothrop that was way better. Yeah. <laughs> but he's still a cheap HQ. He is a cheap HQ. Yeah, I can put some. You got your wish. He I, went down. I got my wish. Now I can play Codex Warriors. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Those are still garbage. <laughs> he takes strikes. 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 Whatever. I wish. You have to buy a lot of wings, though. Yeah, I have the wings. It's not a matter of that, but oh. but still. Um, so oh, the other thing too was all those the the kind of the the rumors about how rules were changing. Like uh, the negative one to hit would become the the plus one to your armor save, which of course didn't happen. Yeah, but okay. Whoever does these leaks, whoever they are, right? I don't think GW is smart enough to give out false leaks. Because I would actually take a brain and f- to figure out who's betraying you, right? Right. Um, but <coughs> they may be getting leaks from something that's like a tester or somebody that is a tester. Right. And all that, remember, Reese has said it on his fucking. So you, if you look at chapter proof, they already said it is that Dark Eldar is not in chapter proof. I don't, I can't remember where Dark Eldar was in the month, like what month they came out. But you have to look, Dark Eldar and Knights, they didn't get touched, other than like the guns that were on the original Knights, <clears throat> that chapter approved. So whatever that gap is right there, that's apparently how long it makes to make a book. Right. So, playtesters are playtesting play way the fuck out, right? Right. So, whoever's getting these leaks might be from a playtester. I pretty much guarantee it's from a fucking playtester. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I'm just, it just, that makes sense, right? Right. That maybe it is changing. These are leaks that are going to be coming out because, I mean, there's been leaks of actual pictures of stuff. And I would assume the people that do the playtesting get digital copies of like codexes, right? Right. And just test out the rules. So they're just getting their news a little ahead. And these leaks might be for like the FAQ or if they are getting another codex, which, of course they are. It's GW. They want to make more money. They're be reprinting codexes. So, yes, it didn't come out in ch- uh, chapter approved, but I wouldn't just outright write them off. So, they're going to come. They're just not at the right time. Tell me about it. But, pe- <laughs> but, pe- <laughs> but people are going to get mad and their hopes for a chapter approved were super high. I mean, even mine's too. I, I well, wish everyone has high hopes for a, a, a rules change or there's something wrong in the meta or my army's not performing the way I think it should and I think there needs to be a change. You know, Necrons and Grey Knight players thought they really should, they needed that. But the thing is, like I said earlier, when everybody got a point shift, it, it really doesn't benefit. Like the benefits of that point shift for them are really less impactful. Yeah, I, I agree. And another thing I want to bring up uh, a point too is that so it's been said too like you know it takes this long to come out with chapter approve and these rules are done way ahead so all you sister players that think you're beta codexing a, a codex if you are that means your codex isn't coming out until next year in december right so have fun waiting yeah and complaining about your shit that it's it's good even your beta shit's really good oh yeah like because if if it isn't like say if it is going to come out in I don't know, March or May. That means that the codex is already printed. Going off of what they said about how long it takes to make books. And apparently it's like 
a fucking process to make these fucking books. Right. I don't know how hard it is to make rules than put into a fucking program that just... Like, who translates their shit? One kid in Asia or something? Like, <laughs> isn't there programs for this? Like, oh, uh, Eng- uh, English? Uh, go to fucking China or fucking Chinese? Not China. Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to translate this into Mexican. Yeah, in Mexico. <laughs> I, I, just, I don't get it. Well, there's also, they take all the pretty pictures and put them in there. But if, if you have a, like a tyranny codex, they just recycle the old pictures from the last codex. I do know that like in, <laughs> if things get released in certain areas, like they can't say certain words or they can't show certain pictures. Right. Right. Like uh, Japan, In China, you can't show uh, pandas being beaten or whatever. Yeah. Except which, you know, 40K has a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, I thought you were on a thought. So. No, my thoughts are quick, quickly ending. <laughs> quickly ending. So, uh, but yeah, uh, that's chapter approved. We're not going to really talk a whole, you know, we've talked a lot about it, actually, but we're not going to get nitty gritty into it. Yeah, next, I mean, we just talked about what's like out there right now. Yeah, yeah, but, but we're going to get really down into when we have the book in our hands. So next week, we'll have Pretty Dick on. We'll actually have an RT underneath our belt with some actual... To see how it felt playing these new lists, handwriting lists again, which would be fun. I do. It's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll have that for next week. Um, we'll be doing some of that. So be on the lookout for that. But also we got some, the Vigilist stuff. Yes. Yes. Formations. I don't know much about this other than the things I've heard from like podcasts that have the books and stuff. And it seems like it's going to, I mean, it is formations. Yeah. I, I know they like to pussyfoot around the fucking thing. They are formations, right? But they're. They're a formation that uses up a detachment. Okay, cool. Um, so it is formations, cool. I mean, you do got to pay for them because of the CP that we know about. Right. Um, and apparently we haven't <clears> seen <throat> all of them. Um, I, I think GW just released one with the Raven Wing where they can, like, they could shoot, like, they could charge and fall back or some weird shit. Or they, no, they could shoot and then, like, run. They can do a hit and run like they yeah. do. Fire and fade. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, no, it was like hit and run. So they can charge and then they can fucking leave like after they charge right right yeah. oh yeah okay so old school hit and run old school hit and run <clears throat> um so i mean it's cool there's there's some cool interactions they're bringing some like it kind of seems like they're bringing keywords that used to be in like back right but putting them in formation stuff you got to pay for them uh worried about free stuff it doesn't seem like there is so that's good as long as there's no free stuff i don't think it's a bad thing right because you got to pay for that. the ones that i've seen like people were freaking out about but i posted on our facebook i don't see the problem here like you pay a command point to get access to other things you have to spend command points on. And a, a warlord and... Some uh, warlord relic. traits and a relic, right? Like, But oh. the, the, I guess there were some questions that came up, too, that if you... Do you get... Because, like, I guess... Because uh, Reese, Reese, Frankie, and then we're talking that, like, when you get this one, the, the detachments or the formations, is that you get... One of the characters in that formation becomes, like, a warlord or gets a warlord trait or some shit like that. I don't know. These are all hearsay. We'd have to. Get, I have, have to read this myself. But, but he does. He doesn't know. Like they were even saying. Like he he said he had to re- read it again. If they do get it, like you have like a second pseudo warlord because it's a special guy. I don't know. So so there's some things in there. And the way it read to me and the stuff that we saw on Warhammer Community was that you got access to. Like here are these warlord traits, and you can make this guy your warlord. If you do that, then you can get these relics. Like. There's like the process, like the normal rulebook isn't going to throw it out because you have a formation. That's the way I read it. Yeah. Of course, I don't have it in my hands right now. But what I have seen is when I read is like, oh, so I could take this formation, make this guy my warlord and get access to a different warlord trait and different relics, which I like the flavor of that. 
Right. Yeah, it's fine. I, I'm totally cool with it. Um, also, between... And I'm going off Frontline because obviously they get their stuff and it's coming from like... They, I'm they've had it for months. Yeah. They've had it for months, right? So, on one podcast and then another podcast, <coughs> they said two different things. So, they said that these are... When you show up to the table at your tournament, you have your army list built. You go up like, oh, I really need these guys to be whatever veterans or whatever the fuck formation is, right? I'm facing so I'm this spend- army. I need I need the flexibility to have this thing. So I have the detachment that re- meets the requirements. And then I maybe I have two other detachments that meet other requirements for other things. But then I show up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to spend one command point to make this detachment that because I need right? that, that I need. Cool. That would be kind of cool. Sort of. Gives you, I like options. I like being adaptable when you show up. So I do like that. But then on another one of their casts, they read it and said that it's a pre-army uh, thing, right? You it's an do, army creation. It's a, an army creation. So that would mean you would have to do it like your free relic and your warlord, right? Because that's pre-army stuff. That's what you, you pick a warlord, you pick a relic. That's what you get for free for army build. And then this, it says if you have to do that too, that means you already... So if you had 12 command points... You would actually be starting every game with 11. at eleven because you already made that one detachment as a different formation. A different formation. Now, that supposedly was read out of the book, and I'm not the biggest fan of that. But I mean, I am a big fan of rules, so that's what it is. What it is? If we're all playing by the same rules, we're all playing by the same rules. But I, the reason I do like, I like being able to be adaptable, right? But it's like building your army. Right, especially with how varied and v- the variety that's out there now, it's not like seventh edition. We saw the same list over and over and over again. It's we're seeing so many different lists, even in different codexes. We're seeing you know some of the same units, but the lists coming out of those codexes are so varied that you have to now walk into a tournament saying, "What the fuck am I going to face?" Right, that becomes a, a decision at army creation point. Is is it worth this one command point for this formation? Is this one thing I'm going to do that important? Like I think the hit and run thing is amazing. That's yeah, good. You know, I if so I were to say it wasn't, I, if I if I were a, a Dark Angels player, I'd probably take that every time. Yeah, so the bikes too. That I guess supposedly weren't the best like option for them, but I mean, if you could do that, it'd be pretty good. They're fast, and yeah. bikes in general got point decreases. So the bikes with their plasma talents, then be able to hit and run with that mount they carry. That sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. I mean, so you like it that it's during the army build. I like that you have to think about what. I can't just play the net list, right? I can't just play that one list that was at Nova because the tournament you're going to may not have the meta that Nova or the Renegade open where their missions are different, right? So you just can't walk and say, oh, I'm going to play this net list, right? I'm going to be good at it, right? Because with the tournament in your area, so they played out in the Midwest or the East Coast, right? Then you go to the West Coast and the meta is totally different. The armies you face are different. But I think if you would play the meta list, as, as you're saying, like say you're playing... A Nick Nottavati list that he's win tournaments with, right? Right. And he has his list built. And if this stuff wasn't pre-army selection, right? Like the formations weren't pre-army selection, that wouldn't be on Nick Nottavati's uh, right. list, right? So you as a player that takes it off Battle Scribe, which I'm not shaming that at all. I do it too. Sure. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, is that you go into your tournament and maybe you don't use the right formation at the right time or maybe you're using it at the wrong time and not the right time like i i personally like flexibility so i like i hope it's more on like i show up to a table okay i need my veterans to come in or no we're not going to send our veterans as normal guys go like i like that that's that's the same thing like i like the powers like how powers change sure i like that i get the warlord thing because you're gonna have one fucking leader i get that but 
the Relic 2, I wish that was an option, but it is in the army build phase. I know a lot of people don't play it that fucking way. But if you play me, you fucking for sure do, because right. if you don't put a free Relic down, I guess you didn't get a free fucking Relic. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks for you. Um, Paint your base. <laughs> it's... I don't know. I like the option, but sure. I guess you like the army. I mean, I do like... It's a different, like, I guess, challenge right. in the army building. I, I get that. I just... I like the flexibility. So sure. I hope it's the other way. I like the flexibility, too. I mean, I would like to be able to change my Warlord if I wanted to, depending on what game I face. I'd like to change the Relics if I wanted to. I'd like to be able to change all that. But there's something about in the pre-army phase you're saying, this is the army I'm going to take, right? And especially with the formation, because the formation is essentially a detachment of your army, right? It'd be like saying, oh, I could just switch out detachments, right? Yeah, but even if it's, it's a town, say if it's a battalion, right? And and the formation the, called Invigilist calls for two different, two three different units. They can be in the battalion. The whole battalion will get the keyword, but the only ones that are able to actually get the special rules or the stratagems would be to those specific Those specific units. models, right. So, I mean, I like that it's not restricted like formations was, like three riptides. You had to take three riptides. I mean, three riptides was not bad, You're but I'm saying fantastic. it was really good. <laughs> but like, there was those other formations where you had to take like this, this, and this, and this. Like, okay, I got to take trash. You know what we used to call as tax, and then fucking get my shit. At least you could build your list how you wanted, how you want to, and then just like, okay, I need this unit, this unit, this unit to be in the detachment. The whole detachment I spend the command point on those those three units get the, they get, get the rules. They become awesome. I do like that. Yeah, I, I definitely like that. Yeah, it's not like A, B, C, and Z. <clears throat> Check, check, check. I do like, I, I really like that actually. Yeah. It's a, it's a smart way of doing it. So, um, and a way that they can balance these things, like, you know, say if a formation gets too powerful, say if there is a Riptide Wing, right? Riptide Wing is super good. Instead of one command point, it takes three command points to take. Right. That. They can easily switch that in an FAQ. Yeah. And that's how they will adjust the formation. So that, after hearing more and more, because obviously I haven't read it because I don't have the book. We don't have the book. We're not special. GW. We talk would, too much shit. If you would send us books, we would talk the correct shit about <laughs> your stuff, not just what other people hear say. We would still talk shit. We, yeah, that's not a fucking question at all. But uh, you would get honest feedback, right? Yeah. Um, I lost train of thought now. Yeah. <laughs> See, I talk shit and it gets me excited. Then I forget what I was talking about. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is the Vigilist. Uh, in the Vigilist is, of course, these the new pretty models. Uh, two pretty models. Two pretty models. They are pretty. Even the Chaos one's cool. Yeah, Chaos. So, the, the models. I I think I was talking about when I was talking about it, I was like that model looks so cool. I don't play Chaos, but it's a cool fucking looking model, and I might just get it. But why? You're wanna, never wanna, gonna use it. Want to put it together and paint it? I guess when you're rolling in money like you, you can just buy whatever, and just paint it, <laughs> put it on a mantle. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's, we'll talk about the, the better model first. So we're going to talk about the chaos one. Yeah. Um, that's a lie. It's a piece of shit. Uh, it's cool. Well, the model, I think the model is better. The rules is the problem. Yeah. His, his rules are definitely lacking. You know, expect to see him as a proxy as some other lord and some yeah, other chaos yeah. army. He's definitely cool, but that's about it. But the rules for him work because you say you're definitely adding a brood lord. To your list? Oh, I definitely am. If you took talents, this guy works just like a Broodlord. He does the exact same thing. Okay, maybe if I... His no. auras are the same. Nah, I'm not gay. I don't play <laughs> But his aura works the same way as a Broodlord. It, it works the exact same way. People are talking shit. I'm like, people... Yeah, really? but Broodlord affects Gene Stealers, which are good. Yeah, that's true. He affects Raptors. Raptors, yeah. Which are bad. Yeah. Well, they ignore Overwatch, right? Mm, I don't know. I don't is that them? Chaos. 
I know one of the Chaos Jump units they ignore Overwatch. But whatever. It's, it's not that the great. The Warp Talons? Or the Warp Talons. Yeah. So maybe not. So yeah, just But I thought if, if that guy came in and then the, the Raptors got cheaper, right? If they went down. Which and, I'm sure they did. Which I'm sure they armor. did. Then it may be something you could probably work around. But I don't know. I haven't, you know, I haven't seen the, the rules in the books and everything. So the new Lord for Chaos is really good. That's, yeah. That's what he's going to be. Right. He has a cool name. A Chaos Lord with Jump Pack. He has a cool name. I like that his story... Obviously, I didn't read the story, but that they're talking about that, like, he came over the, the not boring Vox cast of the planet. Right. And was like, I'm going to take over the planet in, like, 80-something days or something. Like, he put a timeline on himself. That's funny. <laughs> and then Abaddon, Abaddon's going to come. Like, okay, Abaddon figured out he can't win shit, so I'm going to send somebody else with a cool name. <laughs> with a cool name. <laughs> and they're going to be scared of him. They're fucking scared. Um, and then there's uh, Calgar. Which Calgar. I, for multiple reasons, is important, right? Yes. I, he bigger model, cooler model. Still, his hands are up in the air. Apparently, you can't put them down. All right. Um, but he's, he's got those big fists. He's got to hold them up like that. He's like he's like that one really big guy you see coming out of the gym as you're going into like a he's donut. just swole. Right? That, yeah, like you're going into a donut shop that's right next to a gym for some reason, and he's coming out, and it's like you just ask yourself, like, how do you wipe your ass? Like, <laughs> That can't be comfortable. You're walking into the donut bar next to the LA Fitness right here down the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you have fucking gluten-free fucking donuts, they're not donuts. No. Fuck you. <laughs> you you need to lose your business license if you do that. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> evil, evil person. <laughs> but yeah, back to 40K is uh, he, he's cool. Model-wise, you know, arms can't go down. But I like what they're doing, right? So it's, I look at this as an Eldar player, because as an Eldar player, we have a lot of fucking shit characters and resin. Yeah. Shit resin. So I look at that like, okay, they can do it. Are they going to do it? Probably not. But I can have hopes of saying that they're going to update the characters, right? Right. Now, granted, Malus Cargars has like four different fucking models. Yeah. Throughout the years. But. I like I am, the toilet one. The one we're <laughs> sitting in the toilet. <laughs> The original, it's my favorite. <laughs> Toy- Sitting in the toilet with his little tent's gonna wipe his ass from. Because he can't wipe his own he ass. He can't wipe his own ass. We did go over that. So, yeah, that makes total sense. They even have the scripts. It's just toilet paper. It's not scripts. Yeah. It's toilet paper. All right. Yes. Just parchment. Like, <laughs> mighty, sand, mighty words of the, mighty words of the emperor. He's wiping his ass with them. <laughs> um, but it's cool that the story, like, apparently he was the first one to do it. The Whatever the process is, he has to take like a dildo in his butthole. He oh, has to switch from a basic space marine, yeah. a basic bitch to a primary. And then apparently he died, and then fucking he they brought him back to life, so he's a zombie now. Sweet. And uh, he got bigger and he's cooler, but apparently the story's like really like, yeah, he died and came back, and now he's primary. Yay! And I guess <laughs> I don't read a lot of lore, but I heard uh, I forgot who was talking about it, but it was kind of funny, like. I, I, I like a person that doesn't read lore. I was like, wow, that's really all they did. Right. <laughs> cool. They couldn't say like there was like warp or like, no, the fact that he died, wouldn't that mean that like he could be tainted by the warp or something? They're all tainted by the warp. They are? Yeah. Well, I don't know that. The Primarchs are born from the warp. But he's not a Primarch. But every gene seed is built from the Primarchs. Oh, yeah, that's true. The so space screens are built from so the warp. You guys are all bad people. <laughs> Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Well, I'm not a witch at all. That's a movie reference. Yeah. I assume. <laughs> yes. I don't know what the fuck's going on. 
Follow the yellow brick road, Ray. Follow the yellow brick road. Oh, is it from that one? Yeah. Oh. Well, the only thing I remember is a spinning house landing on a witch. And then they were on a mission to go get stuff. Yeah. Go Greedy, get stuff. Greedy fucking kids. <laughs> well, that is the the data slate. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back with the after action review. And we are back. Fuck, I got to poop. <laughs> Why did you wait till now? It just came up right now. <laughs> Damn it. Let's do this. Okay, let's do this. You can poop. Anyway, um, after action reviews, this is where we talk about our games played. Um, and we have been playing in a league over at our local game store, friendly local game store, SoCal Games and Comics. Here um, in Temecula. Here in Temecula, right? yes. Um, our buddy Rob um, is running this league. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check him out at Enigma Games. Actually, I posted a link to Enigma Games in on our website in um, uh, the Maximum Effort section. So you actually see his stream. You can get a link right to his stream from our website. He does a lot of painting stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Monday's starting, I think, at like 8 or 9. Wednesday's at 9 and then um, – or at 11. And then on Fridays at like 8 p.m. He does like a late night stream doing painting and stuff like that. Yeah, and then he, he does magnetizing stuff too. Like I need to talk to him about magnetizing. Yeah, lots of magnetization. Because – I might use a Wraith Knight after this chapter proof. Yeah, I heard it not, got good. Not the Codex ones, but the Forge Old ones, because they went down in points, and those mm-hmm. were those were like before the chapter proof was like, I can take this. It'll be a little expensive, but I could take this, right? But right, now right. it's like I think these are pointed correctly. So right now I can find a list to build. But you can this. build your arms in different ways, like two guns, one shield. So I need those to be magnetized. Sure. So, and I don't know how to do that shit. Yeah. Or correctly to where it actually, like, looks nice when you put it together. Not yeah, like, that's the hard part. Not like the arm's still sticking out, like, an inch away from the where it's supposed to be because there's two magnets Or in the there. arm, like, limps down <laughs> yeah. and it sinks down so it's not yeah. posed the way you want it to be posed. Yeah, so, Rob, yeah. if you listen to us, I know you do. You need a, we need to do magnet talk because I need to magnetize a four-drill right <laughs> But anyway, uh, so... Our, the GT, we're almost done. Uh, I think it ends like in two weeks, but we're, you got to get f- but six games in in over like eight weeks time frame. Yeah, plenty of time. Plenty even, of time. Even in the holiday week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would. I was planning on doing two because, you know, our, our friends up at, at Ease, they have their league year. Uh, God damn it. Keith. Yeah. I forgot his. Keith and Coop run that one. Keith, Coop, and Yao. Some weird name. Yao, Mike Yao. Yeah. Mike Yao, right? Uh, they run theirs at ease, and I, I like to play that one too because a lot of the I see people from tournaments play there. Oh yeah, and they have a pod, um, a pod system, a pod system which I really really like because it keeps it separate. Like you fucking dick fucks that use broken lists, you play against each other, bass heads against the you wall. You guys have pod pod one and pod two, and you power level people, which you know they don't use power level people, uh, power level, but they use points. But like you power level lovers. You play against pod yourself. seven, pod eight. Yeah, you play your <clears throat> your fucking white scars versus fucking Necrons down there, um, and I like that. But you know, holiday season, you got to do a lot of family fucking shit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, traffic is horrible yeah. around these times, especially going to Eddie's because it passes the malls. So I, I just played down here locally. Otherwise, I would have done both. But I, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I'm trying a new army out and stuff. So it, it, it's it's been fun. I I, I like leagues. Yeah. This one is the first league that SoCal has done. Right. So there's still like some growing pains, like stuff they can do. and all, But also, like, they have no way of ranking people. I mean, I guess they could have went to, like, BCP 
and spend like spend the time to look at everybody. Well, the other thing too is a lot of these players don't play ITC but that's yet, the thing and they too. were trying to grow their ITC kind of competitive scene there, which they had they're actually antagonistic to before. Yeah, Rob stepped in and helped them out, and said this is a benefit, not a detractor. Um, so yeah, they're trying to build some of these guys up to play ITC stuff, uh, which is good. Um, I wanted to play my Death Watch in this league. I just didn't get it done in time. Just yeah. didn't, I didn't have the bits and the guns placed on in time. Lazy, you didn't build your army. Yeah, I didn't build my army. Um, <laughs> so I've <clears throat> I've been playing my tournament list, but I've been playing against you know you guys, the the higher the the, the better players in the league. Okay? Yeah, and that's something that I try to do there because like I've talked to Rob too, and he said that after this league, he's gonna have like you know obviously there's gonna be a ranking system of how everybody finished, and then he can do pods off that. So which will be good, yeah. Um, for for the future uh, leagues, um, I but I've been doing the same thing. Like you know, like I've been playing only undefeated people, not you know my nose in the air, smug like oh I'm only going to play the good people. I just I just figured that if you're undefeated, obviously we should play against each other so they're same skilled games, right? Also, so, if you beat all the undefeated people and you're undefeated, you automatically win the league. That too. <laughs> And I like winning. I figured this out a long time ago, Ray. I know you think you're being sneaky. And I like But this you too. Marines aren't that sneaky, okay? No, no, no. no. <laughs> think you're all smart and shit. Figured out something no one else figured out. I'm like, but motherfucker. Did, but I ain't smart. <laughs> I was went in there with the intention, like, why well, just play people like minded like me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I also did figure out that if I only play all the undefeated people and I beat all them, that leaves me undefeated and right. I win. And I win. And I like winning. <laughs> So there was a there was a, an extra bonus to that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to go into your games or like? Well, sure. I I talked about one of my games already because I played Rob. My first game was against Rob at the Addies RT last month. Yeah. I hadn't had a chance to get a game, and I had two weeks where I just had so much shit going on, I didn't get a chance to go play league games. And Rob was there and goes, "Do you want to make this like a league game for us?" I'm like, "Yeah, hell yeah, let's do that." I'm actually doing the same thing with Phil on Sunday. You're going to challenge him turn one? I already talked to him. Yeah, we're going to force pair turn game uh, round right, one. All right, all right. So I'll play Phil round one at the Gamers Haven RT on Sunday. I think Sunday. we need to take a table up then because there's already 10 people signed. Oh, is there? Yeah. I was told, okay, I thought he was one of the 10. Well, I'll check again, but last time I checked, he wasn't, and we needed to take a table. Okay, well, you'll talk to him today when you beat him, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He has, he has a lot of targets. I have a plan to deal with his grotesque, but go yeah, ahead. go yeah, ahead. Yeah. But um, you know, so I played Rob. Um, he had that your all flyer. He basically had your list. Yeah, your flyer list. We talked about it. Yeah, seen it a lot. knew how to knew what to do against it. Actually accomplished it. <laughs> yeah. So I felt good about that. Beating that list was a big deal for me. Well, I mean, that's something that goes to someone that plays a list all the time. Like you have, you've been playing that list a lot. Your list a lot, and then against somebody that's playing like you could say it's a net list, right? Sure. Because he took it from me. It's it's really not, but whatever. Um, and he doesn't have the mileage behind it, so there was like little stuff placement mistakes that he was doing sure. that maybe I don't do against right. you because I have so much practice with the list. But I mean that that's a good thing to you and your skill that you know you recognize your army, you recognize the match, you knew what to do, and you accomplished it. Like even if the person doesn't know what they're doing with the list or doesn't know as good to do with it. And not to do anything against Rob because he's still like he asked me a lot of questions. He learns like really fast. Sure, but like for you to capitalize it is is a I guess a gold star on your on your skill. Just, my my skill level just increasing. Yeah, you're welcome. Every time. Thanks, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for kicking my ass all those times. I got to learn. I learn a lot, <clears throat> as I I'm apt to say. Um, my second game 
Uh, I played against Hayden. Is that my second game? I think it was. No, you were my second game. Oh, yeah. You played him after me that same day, though. Uh, no, no, you played him no. before me. Yeah. Yeah, you played no, him then, played no, me. because I was one and one, and then I played Hayden, because I played Hayden last week. Okay. So, played you, and you, of course, have your Eldar slash Harlequin list. Mainly Harlequins. Mainly Harlequins. It's just one, one detachment of Eldar, which, it's a good detachment. 600 and something points, I said before. Yeah. Um, so, those Eldar jet bikes, or, or uh, Harlequin jet bikes, are fucking good. They're good. <laughs> yeah. really good. And your dice were hot, too, that game. The first shooting was, I got like, what was it, like 28 shots? 28 out of, of 36 possible shots. <laughs> yeah. it, was yeah. pretty, it was a pretty good round shooting, yeah. Not to mention, you got every single one of your powers off, too. Yep. The I was, whole game. I was super far away from you, though, and I had plus one to cast. Well, I did get... But the other, but the rest <clears> of the game, <throat> yeah, you're, you're correct. All of your casts were all like eights. They were yeah. all eights and nines, and here I am trying to deny eights and nines, and of course, I'm not getting you, you it. You weren't getting them. Yeah. Right, so you're getting all... And that of, was eights and nines with your minus one. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, when you get your powers off, your army is very, very good. Well, yeah, Eldar in general. Eldar, if, yeah. If the powers fall like dominoes, it's a pretty good game. And then once powers don't start going off, it starts getting really hard. Right. Uh, which kind of makes, you know, Eldar swingy in, in, in a sense. Right? right. So the turn one, you took out my big unit of gene stealers and a giant unit of hormigons and then charged. And then I gave you a distraction card fix. Which was the bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, all right, deal with these guys. Well, I had to because you yeah. had 28 shots on me. It's like, I can't just let them sit up there. And so yeah. then I charged them with a second unit of gene stealers on my turn, and they didn't die. <laughs> yep. When they didn't die, that was the game. Yeah, it wasn't. That was the game because without, sure, without I that, I don't. I didn't get my I got a kill, but you got kill more, right? And then it didn't allow me to then slingshot and then move down the field, mm-hmm. right? When they didn't die, they became something else I had to deal with later in the game. So then I couldn't then deal with your shining spears. Yeah. So I, just, I, I ran out of things to deal with those 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 targets. Yeah, and like because <clears throat> this is obviously you're in my game, so I could talk right. about it. Go too, for it. Yeah. Is that you know people say like oh don't want to take haywire or whatever because it's it's only good against the tank matchups. That's not entirely correct. Like like because I played against tank. And then I played against like lists like yours. I just have nothing but infantry or monsters. Right. And Haywire Rule doesn't do anything, but it is a strength form minus one AP gun. Right. And, you know, they get D6 shots. You know, most Haywire get D3, but these are cannons, so they get D6. Um, they're, they're still really good. You just use them different. They go after infantry. Right. And they, they fuck up infantry. Yes, especially they do. if you roll hot, like I did against you. But, I mean, they can roll low, too, sometimes. Sure. But then, like, the Harlequin bikes, because they're strength four, because I take them with the the staffs, or the pull, whatever the fuck they're called, um, that they're strength four in close combat as well, it's just a lot of strength four. And right. it's a lot of attacks, too. So, I mean, Haywire is, is multi-purpose. They just change their targets. They're, they're really, they are target-dependent, but they change every match. Like, what they're going to go after. Right, right. And, and another thing, too, <clears throat> I, I learned about Haywire, too, since I've been using them in the league, is that... You have to pre-pick what that unit's going to go after. Right. Oh, you got Knight's case. Obviously, he's going to go after fucking that. Oh, you got a whole bunch of infantry dudes that are, you know, cultists, guardsmen. Go after those fuckers. They melt them. And it's crazy. It's so good. Like, minus one to light infantry is really, really good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I had an opportunity to come back in this game, though. Turn two. Yeah, I forgot you had 
a deep a deep slating flying hive dart. Um, I put him back in your backfield, shot up some stuff, but then I went to go charge. Um, I have plus one to my charge because I have adrenal gland, so I needed an uh, an eight. Mm-hmm. And I rolled the snake eyes. Yep. <laughs> so even if I command point reroll one, I'm not getting it. Yep. <laughs> I'm not getting it. And that was kind of a crucial turning point in the game because I had kill more and hell more at that point still anyway. But taking out your warlord at the same time. You want mm, maybe if you did declare him so you could attack again. Yeah, you probably got him. So if I could have done if, if I had made that move, I don't know if I win the game, but it was a crucial point in the game where I needed to like really make a Hail Mary and it had to occur. Yeah, and I mean and the he, odds weren't bad of an eight, but to get Snake Eyes was Yeah, was and bad. Then, and then that flyerin died from smites and mortal wounds from snipers. Yeah. Because snipers are really good. Yeah, they're really and good. Chapter proof across all codexes, they went down two points. The, the, so the, my rangers the, the, got cheaper. The admech ones are so good. Supposedly. The admech ones are the so good. really good, yeah. I'm all man, I tell you a full like two ten man units around Gilliman is really good and scary. Yeah, doesn't have to get Doom off. Doesn't have to get close to you. Just reroll the hit, reroll the wound. Looking for those sixes most of the time, fives a lot of the times. But those really things that are real tough to bring down, Magnus and all that. Well, I used to do on fives, but like knights. Oh, you only wound them on sixes. Darn, that's a mortal wound, wound and, and a six. six. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I think snipers, like not full armies, maybe because it's it's very one dimensional that way. But you get two good units in there behind Gilman, gets really scary. Well, not to mention they're taking care of the all important characters that are out yep, there then, that create those bubbles that you depend on to do what you're trying to do. And not only that, characters cross codexes have all went down, right. name characters and everything. So, you know, characters are very important. Eldar characters are extremely important, exceptionally important, and yeah. super easy to kill, like warlocks. Super important. Super, 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 super important. They don't have three wounds if they're on a bike. Right. This this die. Like every time I play other LR players and they're they're not used to snipers, uh, Warlock dead, Warlock dead. Okay. They're just dead. I just right. need two wounds to go. I need one six <clears throat> could possibly kill you. <laughs> right. It's it's it, um sniper snipers need I think people need to look more into snipers, especially if they got cheaper, like they like they did, so they, and like I like I use them like you're we're talking about a flyrant right? I'm wounding on a five. Oh, you're picking on the swarm lord. Yeah, yeah. Just all my three units of rangers shot at him and then smited with the farseer. And, and you were executed. getting lots of sixes on those snipers too. You're getting lots yeah. of them. And you just doom them. Yeah, yeah. It's dead dead flyrant. Yeah, easy. So I mean, then that that was that that charge was like I said. I totally forgot you had one more flyrant that wasn't on the fucking table. That was my mistake. Because you did have two on the table. Right. No. Yeah, you had two on, two the, on table. the table. And I totally spaced out about your third one. I forgot. Um, so I didn't box it out correctly. And you could have got the charge. Fortunately for me, you didn't. But you, you didn't make it. And then I made a mistake with my solitaire. Because I charged with my shining spears and the solitaire when he blitzed at your other flyrant. I wasn't expecting to kill him. Right? Right. Your flyrant. But I was expecting him to get him low enough to where like my snipers could finish him off later. And, uh, yeah, you just interrupted and slaughtered him. Yeah. <laughs> the solitaire, yeah. And which was funny, too, because, like, the Shining Spears went into your Gene Stealers, right? Your your smaller unit of Gene Stealers. And then he blitzed into the flyer that was in the middle of the board. Right. And then as, you know, I was doing all the charges, I was like, fuck, he's just going to interrupt one. I was like, well, who's more important? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I kind of need those spears. You did, yeah. I was like, all right, so I'll attack over here. And that's that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. But even even I, I even though I was on the back foot, 
then the turn one, you got kill more, hold more, and I got kill and hold, so it was four to two. Oh, yeah, that one where, like, you can attack like you charged. Who was doing that? One step ahead. That's Yeah, the, one oh. step. That, that created issues, too. Well, that's what it's supposed to do. So you charge me and say, okay, cool, this guy over here, he's now, um, he acts as if he's charged. Right, so you get to pick which one goes first. It's like, oh, shit, it's like a free interrupt. Yeah. It's a free interrupt. It's so like, oh, fuck. Like, now I just changed. And especially because I have gene stealers, I always put them within six inches of my gene stealers on the board. So if you charge me, cool, one step ahead. When I got flying high friends you also got into, like, or I've, you know, done some things with, like, okay, cool. Like, now pick which one is going to kill you. And that's at the beginning of the, the beginning, of, phase, be, right? beginning of the fight phase. That's cool. That, yeah. I, I like that. <clears throat> I didn't know about it. Um, I like it. I'll probably use it, too. Really I do, the warlord traits are very un- unimpactful with with the tyranids. They don't do a whole lot. And I think across codexes they're not very impactful. I mean, some yeah, are better than others. Some are better than others. But that one is I, I use it. It's come into effect a couple of times, but more often than not, it doesn't really do a whole lot. But the, uh, there are but those occasions where people it does charge do me. The, it does do the. <clears throat> oh, I got to think about this. I got to take a little more extra time to think about. This. And if they fuck up, right, it's good for you, right. And I always like those situations. Yeah, but even though I was on the back foot. Um, Turn one, I able to get a lot of points back and get a lot of objectives and get points, and I ended up losing that game twenty nine twenty six. Yeah, and that was with me only scoring one point turns five and turn six. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, I did get to go first too. So yeah, and then redeployment's really strong. Yes. So <laughs> I did use a lot of command points turn one. Uh, your your game that I played against you out of all my games, I was the most starved for command points. Well, you needed to against me to kill the stuff you needed to kill because once and I did use a. I messed up on my command points where I spent four command points where I interrupted and then gave myself uh, plus one to wound with my guys, right? Yeah. Um, I fucked that up. I shouldn't have interrupted because I didn't even... I think I killed like one guy. Yeah. So that was a waste of command points. But, I mean, that was my third game with Harlequin, so I was still like... Yeah, yeah you're feeling it. Out. Yeah, you're feeling it out, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was my second game. My third game played against Hayden. Um, he brought... He's trying out Necrons. He's one of those chaos criers. Like just so much salt and tears from chaos, but they're just they're they're no good. They've nerfed us into the ground. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> they're still so good. You know he's like, well, Carmona told me this, and Carmona, I go go talk to Pretty Dick. He's still playing chaos, wrecking yeah, people's he's faces. He's happy about it. All right, I've already talked to him, so he's like, oh, has all the stuff I can do now that I couldn't, you know, do before, and he's excited. Yeah, but he likes demons a little bit. M- a little bit more because you know he's a person that likes you know just roll fives and yeah no you win yeah, yeah you win cool <laughs> oh, I saved everything oh, I rolled a one on my command on my leadership oh, I get guys back oh look I got a six yeah oh, I get six back <laughs> <laughs> fucker so I played against Hayden and his Necrons well actually your Necrons that he's playing with yeah and when I saw his list I went ooh this is not gonna be good for him <laughs> like this, for one it's Necrons you don't even need to see the list it's like oh Necrons <clears throat> it's just but the, the amount of models he had on the board was not a lot yeah. You know, it, it was even low, a low model count for a Necron player. Like, it was low. And even chapter approves, you get one more unit. And I'm just like, okay, Yay. I'm just going to touch everything, and you're not going to do anything. Which is exactly what I did. Yeah, none of them have follow I mean, they have redeployment stuff, but one of them is before the game starts, and after that, it's one relic that could do it. Yeah, and he, he rolled a one on the to redeploy. So the guy in one unit redeployed. Mm-hmm. So you had to deploy defensively instead of offensively. Yeah, and also... Know this, you cannot re, you cannot use a CP reroll on his redeploy. Cause it's pregame. It's before the game starts. Right. It's at the same, it's, it's right, it's after the C's, but before the game starts. Mm-hmm. So you get to see the C's, and then you roll your D3, and if you roll a one, that is it. 
Yeah. You roll one unit and the dude. Yeah. No CB reroll. You fucking cheaters. Yeah. I mean, it's Necron, so be like, yeah, I feel bad for you. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> bring bring three guys back for bring three guys back for me. Oh, I stole that command point. Oh, because that was before the game starts. <laughs> I can do it in turn one. <laughs> but I ended up going into uh, Gene Slayers went across the board. I remember last time we talked when I played against his Chaos List, you said, instead of getting aggressive with my overrun, I should be defensive with my overrun. And I used that against him. Yeah, I mean, I think you should, because, you know, these are all practice. Yeah. They're practice-ish games. Yeah. Um, that you should just do it to see what it's like. Like, even if it's a list that you you fully believe, like, oh, I should just go in there and touch a lot of things. You should just go in there, kill something, run away, and see what it does. So you get used to it, even because, you know, there's going to be the times in tournaments where you do it and you think... Oh, I need, I definitely need to go run away in this building, but that's actually the bad idea. Right. And you do it anyways, you know, you run back and like, oh, fuck. You're going to have to know how to deal with that. Right. So I just think it's something you should always do right now as, as a practice. Not maybe at the RTT, you do it at whatever you think over there, but like these practice games or league games, you should just like, oh, I'm just going to hit and run, hit and run to see what that does. Get used to it. Well, against his list, it made sense because he didn't have a whole lot of infantry that moved very fast. And by killing his destroyers turn one with the gene stealers and then overrunning out and put myself in a building, there was no way he was going to touch me. His army shoots. I'm in a building. It's ITC. You can't see me. You can't shoot me. Yeah, I don't think Necrons don't have anything that ignores There's line of sight. Yeah. That sucks. So it became a unit basically Man. sitting in the middle of his backfield that he could not interact with. Necrons are trash. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was that, that move alone was the game. Even gray knights can <laughs> shoot out in line of sight. Yeah. Jesus. But that move alone was the game. And so, uh, he, I think he ended up, he, he ended up conceding like the, the top of the bottom of turn two, which was my turn. And I got top of one. And I went after him. He did his turn one. I did my turn two. And that was pretty much it. I had it. I had everything. Tyranids are a tough matchup for, uh, Eldar. There's a super bad matchup for Necrons. Like, that's like probably like one of their worst, especially a Gene Stiller based one. Like, this yeah. is so fucking fast. It's it's crazy. I right. mean, Gene Stiller's are good. And, Tyranids, and then it's, 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 it's the good unit. It's a really good what unit. What also sucks for Necrons is that Vigilus, Necrons aren't on Vigilus. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. You don't get any rules there either. Yeah. Tyranids aren't on Vigilus either. Uh, Gene Stiller called this. No. So I would assume that the later, because there's going to be multiples of right, it, right. the high fleet might actually come. We're going to have to worry about buying a Vigilist book then. But, I mean, I bought it because Eldar is there. Yeah, yeah, Um Plus my other armors are too. But you might need it for uh, your death. your uh, Death watch? Death watch. Okay. Because there's a stratagem. There's, you can make primary skies veterans and their stratagems are you become a sniper. Yeah, I saw that. And Reese couldn't answer if they don't affect Death Watch. Because that was Jeff's in controls answer. Because he was talking about it. You know, Reese all excited about it and doing his salesman pitch. And <laughs> you hear Jeff like, does that work against Death Watch? And he's like, uh, I don't know. I have to go back to you. <laughs> so they probably do. And he was probably like, eventually. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's a, but you have to see a stalker pattern bolt rifle, I think, is the one. It's a salt, the salt one. Yeah, it's well, the heavy. It's, the stalker pattern bolt rifle is the heavy one. It's like heavy one, but it's negative one. I don't know. But it takes special issue ammunition at the same time. And then if you could sniper out characters, that'd be really good. Fuck yeah, that'd like, be really, good. really, really good. And then there's another one that like <clears throat> get, makes them all two damage. Yeah. You so, mad? If so, that works with death, death watch, that'd be really fucking. I wound you on twos, two damage. 
I don't know why people aren't like if you're playing power armor, you're not playing him as Death Watch. Like, I understand Ultramarines, cool, they can fall back and shoot you take Girly Man, then you take them as Ultramarines. But really, like Death Watch for all the power armor, I think there, if you're gonna the play use it. of special issue ammunition and all it does, it's free. It's fucking free on De- the gun you already have. Because the Death Watch primary screens <clears throat> are not more expensive than like Ultramarines ones, right? Yeah, same so, like, price. I think if you are gonna play. Uh, Primaris Marines, you would just play Death Watch, I think. Like, and with the points reduction, I think I'm just might just play plus all Primaris. They're easier to paint. <laughs> you just spray black, one arm silver, fucking paint a helmet or something. Or paint the other shoulder pad. Yeah, the different chapters. You're done. Yeah, perfect. But with the points reduction, I thought about just playing an all Primaris Death Watch army because I have veterans well, in there right now. One point. Uh, three points. They went they went from twenty to seven or. Yeah, 20 to 17. No, the, that's because you're not including the first FAQ or the first chapter where they went down one point. Oh, okay. They they were down, and then they went down again. Okay. So I think it's only one point. Okay. But they they did go down. I mean, if you have fucking 30 of them, that is 30 more points. So Right. So it adds up. It does add up. But the veterans with the storm bolters are 20 points apiece. But they went down a point, too, I think. So they become like 19 or 18. Cool. Because the storm bolter got cheaper by two points. Mm. So went from four points to two points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm, very interesting. But you know, I, you know, that that was our game. I'll get into Death Watch later when I start you, actually playing it. You just played in, uh, Necrons. You beat them. Yeah, I beat top turn two. Yeah, top that of turn was your two. Game three. Yeah. So today, um, you only got three games so far. Yeah. Guys, like well, man. I did. I did play another player. Um, the same week I played Hayden, um, and the matchup wasn't fair. Um, he brought sort of a friendly list, like a. To play with his friends. I, don't I said, know. hey, you want to get a league game? Is. Yeah. You, you want to get a league game? He's like, yeah, sure. Let's get a league game. And we used to play together like years ago. I haven't seen this guy in a long, you know, we see each other, but I haven't played a game against him in a long time. And he used to play when I played friendly fun lists. And I show up with my new, you know, enhanced. <laughs> uh, Raise an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Raise an asshole list. Turn, turn him into the dark side <clears throat> list. Yeah. <laughs> and when I saw his list and he saw mine, we looked at each other and we kind of went, mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> we knew this was going to end, um, and it ended that way. <laughs> it has a trend seemed to follow. Yeah. So seeing as the matchup, I didn't feel as if his list matched up very well against mine. I knew it wasn't a very optimized list. I we played the game when I was about ready to post the score, and I said, you know, I don't feel right about it. I'm not going to post the score. He goes because he said he had a, a more competitive list he wanted to bring next time. I said, okay, cool, fine. I'll play you in that game. So I should have four games at this point, but. I didn't. I didn't post that one. I didn't feel. Was, I. I didn't feel right about it. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't a good matchup, really. So. All right, so like right now, you're two and one, and then you have a game set up today. Yeah, I'm playing Seth today, um, and his uh, IG list, which should be a good matchup for me. It's something I, sh- I really want to play. I hope I. I want. I. I will roll the dice, but I kind of want to play the long board on this one. Um, that's he, a, it's a list I need. It's a way I need to practice. He he bounces between two different lists. One with two super heavies with the Shadow Sword and uh, Castellan, and then his other one is a Castellan with. Uh, the Bulgrins. Okay. Or the the Bulgrin. Yeah, I think the Bulgrins. The the star. The typical way of the Brandon Grant way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm playing him today. I feel that's a good matchup for me. Okay. Um, and then I have I have forced hard. Yeah. I'm forced pairing against Phil um, game one at the RT if he comes along. If we make that happen. You should, as long as he's not a bitch. <laughs> well, he's been known to be a bitch sometimes. That is true. <laughs> this is not the question. And then I'm gonna need one more game after that. And either I'll rematch with Leland 
or um, I'll try to play against um, Anthony or Tyler. Anthony would be a good one because he yeah. plays custodes. And yeah, that, that's I want the practice against the custodes. Yeah. yeah, but also Tyler plays knights. So, but Tyler's really bad. No, that's true. But still, I want the practice against both those style of lists. Yeah, that's know? true. So you should just smash Tyler. Yeah, it should be a good game against Anthony because custodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- those are all those, and those are all th- that group of players outside of the one that I didn't post is probably like the the, the everyone I've played is probably the top level of this league right now. That I'll match up against. Yeah, because I mean, that's something for, like, yes, I'm an asshole, and yes, I like playing by rules, but I also don't want to destroy a community. Right. And I mean, that's also one of the reasons why I stopped, like, going to SoCal a long time ago, especially when they, saw, like, kind of gave us, you know, the dark, the the eye, basically, every time we showed up. The unofficial, we don't like you here. Yeah. So. They actually flat out yelled during that RT that we did, like, two years ago. You, you ran an RT there, like, in October... Like two years ago, and there was one guy who was just straight yelling at us about how we were taking up all the tables. It was bullshit. They made it clear they didn't like us. Yeah, and I mean, cool. I, I don't don't gotta like. That me. was at the time though. But that, things that, have changed. The things have changed. They've changed their attitude and everything about it. So like playing those players are the ones that actually still played with us, like at my house or at uh, our old friend's house, like right. or not for old friends, but the other store. So, but they do have newer players. And I mean that's what this league is for is to teach people because they I guess the people there were asking Rob about how to play ITC and stuff. I do think that they should ask a little bit more questions. But well, there was um, I'm not one to just go up and talk to people. Tyler played a guy and he was playing all knights straight knight codex right. He he said well the soup's not allowed anymore. He go but well, you can take a detachment of guard and it's not soup. He thought that he couldn't take different detachments. He had to take all one codex. Oh no! He was he was under that impression. He didn't know. But one, so, people don't know what the fuck soup is, but that's a whole nother fucking rant. But soup, soup is still in the menu if you are the right codex. Um, but yeah, he yes, know- but it's not good. The chaos soup is not good. The way you have the demons and the and the chaos space marines, it's not good. Well, it's it's the chaos soup. There's just right, the the different loci. You just lose the loci, but you take all the cool units. That's not. That's all demons. Yeah. They're still they're demons. They're different, they're, different co- they're different keywords. You could do it. Yes, pretty dick. I know you could put Chaos Space Marines in a demon fucking attachment and not be and be actual soup. Fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> There's like one tiny soup light on the menu. Cool. Right. Everything else is allies. What we all used to thought allies were before, that's what this is now. Right. And it's totally fine. No problem. But no, I think bringing in new players to the competitive is, is good. It brings that, that opportunity for some of these guys to say, I want to get better. Because the only way to get better is to play competitive it, games. Is to play people better than you. Yeah. Right? Like, that. your practice games, you should be trying to, like, overstretch yourself and lose because that's giving you the practice that you need. Especially if you think you're, like, way better than somebody. Like, try to do things you wouldn't normally do. And if you could, like, if it goes bad and you, in your head, you should be like, well, they should have definitely died because he should have done this, this, and this. Right. You could see that. And if you can, if you can recognize, like, what your opponent should have done against you, when you go to your tournaments, you'd be like, oh, here's that situation again. I don't want to fucking do that. I'm right. Gonna do, I'm going to do something else. <clears throat> it's just, it's just learning in a different way. Like, you, you can play worse people. Right. And still learn from it. You just got to play a little bit different. Right. And then also it grows yourself as well. Right. So then my, so I've already talked about my first two games against Dark Angels and Craft World Rob. And then we talked about our game, which was the third game. So I was 3-0 so far with three games. And then I got a game against Anthony, one of the guys that you're talking about, plays Custodes and right. Knights and Guard. Um, 
That game... I forgot how fast Custodes are. Super fast. They move 16. But they can't advance and charge. So I gave him first turn and he couldn't charge me because I was super far away. Yeah. And then after that, uh, I I was able to pounce. Like I've been changing craft worlds. Not against my opponents, just trying different craft worlds with different you with different units. And Sam Hain is only good when you're your Nari. Biotan is the way to go if you want to just be craft world because it makes the shining spears reroll ones on their underslungs. Right. And they can deep strike and have the plus two to charge. It's really good. And then they get better leadership too. They go from leadership eight to nine. Yeah. Um, but I play that game. Uh, it came down to a 35 to 14 win for myself. Uh, he put a, all the little shooting. I actually didn't kill a fucking, I rolled bad on how many shots I got with the haywire. So oh, I didn't no. actually kill a Helverin, but I was able to tie stuff up so I couldn't get shot. And then he charged me. But the way my list works is that I have a first wave, a second wave, a third wave, and then I have random characters that are still really good. Right. Um, so I threw my, my first wave, which is the two bike units. They killed a lot. They killed like three units, one custode unit, and then two other units, and then touched uh, Helverin because with the charge and pile-ins and all that shit. Right, right. Um, and then he came out and killed all my bikes. They all died. Even the three-up invul ones, the fucking... Custodes took care of them. Yeah, there's a shit ton of shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also where I learned that they shoot a lot. Yes. Like, wow, that's a, that's, that's a lot of shooting. Rapid fire. And then I used, yeah. I used Jinx instead of Protect on my uh, Shining Spear, so oh, they only had yeah. a three-up save. So they just died really easy. And I was like, okay, cool. And then all my fucking uh, transports with my Harlequins come up with the Meltas. And then Custodes don't like Meltas because... It's just like one dead, another dead, yeah, another right, dead. Right. And I smited another unit of bikes because he had three units of the Pator, the bike guys. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. I fully smited and executed one off the table. And then the other one got melted to death. And then so those are dead. And then I had shield captains to deal with. And they go in. They kill transports, but they didn't kill the guys. So then they come out and they still melta. Um, uh, the the Hellglaives or whatever. The Hellglaives. The close combat. Little chicken guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had two of those and one Helvern. Um, the Warglaives. Kill, killed the Warglaive. Killed the other Warglaive. Um, the snipers with Doom took the the shield, the not shield captain, the whatever captain that they have on a bike, down to one wound, which then died to a mortal wound later. And then it was just a Helvern and some guardsmen. And I would have tabled them turn six, but we just like, all right, it's over. Yeah, and, Like, yeah. turn five. Yeah. Because even all the, his custodes were dead. The three knights or the mini knights were dead, and then you just had guys in the corner. Right, they weren't going to really do anything, and I still had Holoquins. And like, it's really the four of Invul. Like, you kind of get that demon feel. Like, oh, if I roll fours, they don't die. Right, that's that's pretty cool. Even like, even like a CP reroll, it's not like a CP reroll into a five. It's just fifty fifty chance. Oh, look, I survived. And like, the Helvern didn't kill anything because. The four of Invul, like right. Even the three of Invul on the bikes, like he would kill one each one, but I just used one reroll on a three plus and it didn't die on, right. the, on the first turn. But that that was that game. Uh, Could have tabled them, but like I said, thirty five to fourteen. And then my last game was against Seth, which is who you're playing today. Yeah, and he was using the version that had the knight and the shadow sword, but we were playing on Necrons, the Necron table. Oh yeah, which is ironically the best table Eldar wants to play on. There's no they, cover. 
No, no, neck runs. They have the big square. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, closed buildings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. right? That's right. It's <clears throat> it's the big square, fully enclosed buildings that I think should be on a forty k table thing. Forty k table. Hanger. Anything bigger than that, like the fucking hangar, should not be on a table. It's just too big. Right, right. Like, you can put a whole army in the one. That's a little insane. But we played long table edge. He, I took, I won the roll to go first, and he didn't seize, and I did take go first because I am so fast. So I used a redeploy. I had my Shining Spears off the table because I didn't want them to get shot. And then because everything can fly and the Necron table is made at such a way where everything actually fits, like you could actually place the models in, right. I put everything that fly into buildings. So on my first turn, I came out, shot, and then was out of line of sight with Fire and Fade. He couldn't shoot me. So his turn one was couldn't shoot anything. Right. And then my turn two... Uh, I come out and shoot and kill the knight. Because I didn't kill it first turn. I just got it down to like 12 wounds. And I didn't kill anything. But I was holding more objectives than him. Right. He And then on my second turn, I come out. I kill the knight with haywire. And then I charge a hellhound from inside the building. So I couldn't get overwatched. Right. And then the everything else charged <clears throat> it as well. I used just my hand. So they all slapped it on the... <laughs> on the tank like hey we're outside bing 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 like hey we're out here but no ap no nothing against his tank so it had full wounds and then on my next turn i just fell back out shot it it died but i made sure i was outside of six so i didn't get the d's because he has hell help the artemius patterns yeah and then i used the other tank to do the same thing but i actually killed that one so that sucked but the Shining Spears that came down on turn two had uh, three up invuls because I protected them. I wasn't mm-hmm. jinxing anything. I was just protecting. I was doing more survivability. And then that was a slow, like, I'm going to kill something. I'm going to hold something. I'm going to kill something. I'm going to attack something. And it's like he really had no targets to shoot. And then by the time the Bane Blade could, it was, like, way too late. Yeah. And then I tabled him on turn five. I think turn five or turn six, the top of turn six maybe. Uh, and that one ended at 32 uh, 10 versus the IG. So That's pretty big currently one, yeah. I am 5 and 0 oh, and my last game is today against Phil. Right. So see if he beats me. He's playing Dark Eldar. He has a lot of targets. Yeah. Haywire is not too important because they're just going to die like regular shooting and kill yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. <clears throat> um I have a plan for his uh grotesque to just restrain him cuz they only move 5. Right. And if I restrain them they move 2 and a half and all my my entire list Moves basically 22. Right. So he won't ever catch me. Yeah. Even, see, that would have to be a 14 inch, 14 and a half inch charge maximum with a move. They can't advance and charge. Yeah. Just like the best he could do, I don't know if he's going to do it, is actually deep strike them, right? The grotesque and actually get a kill when they come down. And then after that, I'll restrain them and then get the fuck out of there. Right. And that, I would literally sacrifice something like, okay, go die. Okay, you killed it, and I'm just going to run away from them. Yeah, grotesque are like Bulgrins for Dark Eldar. Yeah, it's the same thing I do to Bulgrins. I just restrain them. Yeah. And like, hey, you guys you guys are really scary, but you guys also don't shoot, so I don't care. You can't catch me. Right, right, yeah. I'm just going to deal with the things that can shoot me. Yeah. And that's that's a target priority, right? Like, find ways to deal with the things. Like, even if, if there is a close combat unit, right, that's like super fast, and they have shooting that's scary, but if they don't ignore line of sight, use line of sight blocking and just shoot the fucking close combat unit. Right. But we'll see. I he did. I helped him make the list, so it's still. It's a good list. It's a good list. <laughs> if he rolls fives on saves too, that would suck. Yeah, because the five of invuls or four up invuls on the um, on the, the racks and the grotesque. Yeah, and that redeploys annoying that the racks can do. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. 
maybe I'll be six and zero. Maybe I'll be five and one. Yeah. But if he beats me, then he'll be five and zero. Right. Then he has a chance to win it all. As then well. I have to beat him. Then you have to beat him. Right. And then it's like any. I don't know who to win. And if I went out, I all my wins are pretty big. All my wins are big. My loss is only at twenty six. If you win all your games, you would have to win one of your games substantially high because I because I have a thirty six, a thirty two. A 35 and a 32, and then the 29 versus you. I've and remember, a, I, I did win by three, so you got to remember that if we have the same. Right, score. right. I've got a 37. My loss was a 26, and my other win was like a 37. So a 37, a 33, and a 26. So, yeah, I need to smash Seth's face you, today. You need to, <laughs> you need to get a, a high 30, above at least above a 36, and then a 40 obviously would help you yeah. tremendously. Yeah. But a 40. Now that you're playing more of the, I'm intentionally playing better, comp- like higher yeah. end competition, so yeah. I get the practice. I mean, I don't care if I win the league or not. <laughs> it's just I want the good practice against good players. Well, it's it's free credit, so I, I like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, every store in the region I have credit at, so wherever I go, I can. Yeah, I want that. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, those are our games played. We got some games scheduled for today and later this weekend. I'm sure we will talk about them. But after the the big ones we'll talk about is actually after the RT on this Sunday, which will be post chapter approved which we'll really talk about that and then we'll probably come back to the league some other show down the line when we all said and done who won and where we're at and the whole shebang yeah we'll see after because i only got this game and you have two more right or three uh, yeah three, three more yeah and once you finish your part i'll finish my last game and then we'll see where you ended up yeah yeah, yeah. and we'll report on the league yeah so we'll take a quick break we're gonna come back with the conclusion of the show and we are back speaking of turn uh Leagues. I took a piss. You did take a piss. That's not speaking of leagues, though. But okay. speaking of leagues, um, the Flying Monkeys are doing their single elimination league. Mm. They're doing it on Twitch. Good thing you remember, because I would have forgot again. Yeah. <laughs> My bad, man. Yeah. So if you haven't uh, seen it yet, go check it out. Uh, Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. You can find them online or on their Facebook. And they're posting their single elimination tournaments. It's on Twitch. And it's on their uh, Wizards of Asylum page on Twitch. Just yes. Look up Wizards of Asylum. I don't know if there's another word, but if you see that... Pretty sure there's not many Wizards of Asylum on there. I'll find it. I'll link it in the show notes. So. Yeah. And uh, it's on Mondays and it's 7 p.m. Central. Central, Central yeah. time. So it's two hours when I watch it here. So 5 p.m. So 5 p.m. Our time on the West Coast. Right. Um, if you're anywhere else, figure the fuck out. 5 p.m. The only place that matters. Why? 7 p.m. Middle of nowhere. Yeah. Middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much 5 p.m. where it actually matters here on the West Coast. Um, but... The first game, they had Duncan versus, uh, fuck, one of our listeners, but he plays Death Guard. Uh, and. Oh, uh, Chris. Um, not Chris Fuss. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah. It's a Death Charles player. Fox. Charles Fox. There you go. Yeah. It was him. That was the first game. Won't ruin it, but that was the first game. Second game was Matt versus some other old guy over there. He plays Orcs. It was Orcs versus Tau. Interesting game. Um,. It's it's a it's a cool stream. I mean, there's no moderation of what you can say in there, so it's a lot of chit talking going on. So it's you know, our if you're a listener of this, you'll enjoy. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll fit right enjoy in. this. Uh, check them out though. Uh, I think it's a great idea. They're using uh, basically like what they do in basketball, where I guess they, a bracket system. A bracket system. It's one like you said, single elimination. Single elimination. System. Yeah. So uh, don't want to ruin the two games, but there were good games. Yeah, there are three hour games. It's a full 40K game. So. It's a full 40K game, three-hour games. I know some can end, you know, if they end earlier, they end earlier, but it is a three-hour game. Uh, I think they should use a chess clock. Stop being a little fucking vaginas, but 
Bam can't probably can't figure out how to put that up there or something. His fingers are too fat to touch the buttons. Th- that is probably true. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, it, it all makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, but make sure to check that out. I didn't want to forget about that because it's, it's something cool they're doing. Because um, I forget. Yeah, you will forget. Yeah, I um, did. We have a shit ton of voicemails. Let's do it. Apparently, you guys were either really excited about our tournament that we're, we're still working on. Um, haven't heard back from our um, event yet. On that, he got them. He just didn't reply, but he had, he's going to take them in on Monday. Or took them on... When did I talk to him? Yesterday. He was still has to go talk to the people that are... He has your... He got them, and he has the list to go talk okay, to Okay, cool. Him. I was yeah. going to reply to him this week, but if he's got it, he's going to go talk to him. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. So just waiting to hear back from our venue about what's happening and the, the, the details of it. Um, you know, there might be costs that, you know, we haven't considered or thought about yet. I just want to make sure we have all that before we go ahead and invite a whole bunch of people out to <laughs> there. So if you're, if you're still listening to this, obviously you're people that can actually have the balls to listen to this. Yeah. yeah. Um, we forgot to ask, like maybe post on there. What would you pay for a GT? Like what, what, what's the maximum you'll pay for a GT? With whatever you're expecting, right? So, like, if because we are because the venue we are planning to include food there, right? Because like we already said, the venue is really out there, right? So, so we, we got to find a way to get food there and what capacity that exists in. We don't know yet because we don't have all the answers. Yeah. Yet. So we kind of <clears throat> kind of fishing out there. What would you expect to pay if you're getting food and maybe a t-shirt, right? Yeah. Like, like what would you? Are you cool with paying fifty, sixty dollars for that? You know, seventy. Or what is what is too much for a first time GT? That, 30, that's, to thirty to forty man GT. Yeah, that includes food. I really think we should do forty. I think it's definitely possible and easy. Sure, because everything that stops us from having a forty man is already solved. We just have to build the other ten. Okay. So, but so thirty to forty. What would you want? What would be ideal or too much? Right. Yeah. So let us know. We, I forgot to ask that last time. Cool. Yeah. Ask us. Uh, I'll post it on the, when I do the show notes too, I'll post it. So anyway, your voicemails. So, uh, I forgot one from last week. Um, and that was my fault. It got buried in this bunch of other emails and I thought I had everything lined up and I did my show notes and I just forgot to put it in. You get these emails in the same one you have all your porn subscriptions to. That you? is true. Yeah. yeah you so gotta the, the porn, them out, man. the porn takes precedent. <laughs> you know, so sorry, um, but uh, but Tanner uh, went ahead and after listening to last week's show, um, had a total bitch fest and come apart again <laughs> on me. <laughs> Said you motherfuckers forgot my fo- voicemail. You didn't play my voicemail. I apologize. It's cool. You just give him a shit. You know. Uh, no, I know. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about either. Uh, but this is uh, Tanner uh, letting us know some shit. Yo, you fucks. Great podcast. I appreciate how you guys are, as Ray said, talking adult or some other nonsense garbage that came out of his mouth. Fucking our inarticulate motherfucker. This is Tanner. You read one of my comments. Address it as Tanner Herbert. It's Tanner Hebert. Cajun last name. Hebert. There's no R before that B. That's French. Colt is going up to five points is a big problem. If power armor doesn't come down... Because I have to run 150 yeah. fucking cultists to do anything useful with chaos. I have Helverins. I don't have any viable vehicles. I don't have any viable infantry. My shelf at home is like 72 berserkers, and I can't field more than like eight of those dudes without totally getting stomped. I don't know. 
I get your spite spam or smite spam complaints. That's fair. If the rest of chaos is good. If I could bring like Thousand Suns infantry and power armor, that'd be cool. But if it's just Angor's cultists, I don't know what the fuck chaos is going to do. Uh, anyways, love the show. Keep it up. Always appreciate it. Uh, I'll spam you with comments so you have a chance to get my name right next time, assholes. Thanks again. Well, you're telling me to read, so that's never going to happen. <laughs> um, to pronounce is also another thing that's gonna, not going to happen, so good luck on those. Uh, and, and, and one of my things is I get names wrong. That's just what I do. Yeah, I'm usually the one correcting him. Yeah, that's a bad. Which is bad. That's bad news. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you're uh, complaining about cultists. We already talked about that. Uh, yeah, you stop do, crying you, about it. They're still good. You do have Zangors, which are really fucking good. Like, Zangors are extremely good. Um, you still have Demon Princes. Uh, you still have Berserkers, I guess. They are semi-decent, but I'm pretty sure they went down. I don't know. They are power armor, so I would assume they went down one point, yeah. right? So You still uh, have access to blood letters? Yeah, you have one unit of berserkers that attack three times. Yeah. I mean, you can't have everything, right? <laughs> Fuck. You can still you can give them plus one to wound. Yes, you can. Yeah, not the cultists anymore. Now you give them... I mean, listening to be different. But I do agree with you, They or him, that uh, they don't have good vehicle options. It, that that they're definitely lacking. They don't have like they don't have a wave servant that's a toolbox. You know, wave servant is not super killy, but it's a very toolboxy thing where you can use it different ways. Well, I, think I mean, Eldar, but a the- rhino, but a rhino is usable. Yeah, no, they're not super expensive, and they're kind of used like a wave serpent where they can charge him before they eat up Overwatch and stuff like that. Yeah, of course they can't fall back and shoot, and they can't fly over shit. But I mean. It's making your opponent, like, shoot. It's the same thing I could do with my wave servers. I put them out, but next to something where, yeah, they'll probably kill this if they do. And if they do, then the guys get inside the building. Can't be dealt with, right? Cool, Can you, you still got- make them Alpha Legion and then pregame move? Do the, I don't think their vehicles get the... No, but I meant, like, the Berserkers... Oh, but the Stratagem would reduce. I think it's only infantry. Right, but aren't Berserkers infantry? Oh, I mean, for when, that, when sure. Put them on the ground, pregame move, then move. Yeah, then. but then then it comes down to terrain, and if they're able to actually pregame move into an actual building or out of line of sight. I'm just saying, you still could get that first turn charge off. Eh, well, and then you got warp time. I mean, there's stuff, like I said, yes, you guys have to go back to the drawing books. I'm not. Yeah, find a different list. I'm Stop not. Stop playing <laughs> cultist uh, codex. <laughs> like, I'm not. Crying for you. Yeah. You, got, you guys got good shit in there. This might change. That's Cultists all. are still good. They're just one point more expensive. Yeah. Like, you, you still have, have a ton of tools. Like You don't have 200. Right. You still have a ton of tools. But we talked about it. So, it's there. Uh, speaking of Big Dice Club, we talked about earlier. Captain of the Big Dice Club, Francisco. Oh, oh man. Prepare your ears. 69, dude. 69. Oh. Congratulations on your 69 show. Thank you, dude. Good job, guys. I can't wait for some more contact. Please do not go away. Please, please, please don't go <laughs> away. So I got my ruler from Hammerhand Games with the uh, Veteran Lego logo on it, and it was fantastic. I used it in my game the other day, and I love it. I love this stuff. I love your company. By the way, Ray, I do like you. You say no one likes you? At least I like you. <laughs> and Andy, too, I think. That, yeah, makes me, that, me. that makes me sad. I don't like people to like me. <laughs> so Francisco used the Veteran Gamer quick uh, measure tool from Hammerhead Games. Uh, Charles Fox used it in their stream. Yeah, on the stream, yes, he did. Yeah. And thank you, Charles Fox, for that, too. And yeah. thank you, uh, Big Dice Club leader here. 
uh, for getting it and all the kind words, even though I don't like them. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, episode 69 was a big threshold for us. Um, we were hoping to do something special. I'll find a way. We'll have to go, we'll have to go commute. We'll, we'll make this happen. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable recording into a strip club. <laughs> I don't. It's not the fact that I'm embarrassed. I just, I don't want to do that. Because I would be, I won't even talk. I would just be like looking at the stage. Looking at boobs and asses. Yeah. I mean, you can't put the two of my favorite things in the world in front of me and expect me to pre- talk about what I <laughs> To function at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now uh, we got... Uh, oh, of course, James Germany, one of our other clingers, mm-hmm. is is long is, time. It's been a while. Yeah, I forget what James Germany was talking about, but who knows? He's probably agreeing with us with something. He is a cult follower. Hey, what's up, guys? Lloyd James from Texas. Uh, I was just calling in because you guys, you know, talking about your wanting to do an event and everything else. I thought I'd throw my two cents in about the high roller. You fucking moron! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I hate driving a Houston. Anyway. I think what you guys should, uh, something you guys should think about is, uh, whenever you do it, I, I mean, you know, it's your event, and I know it's cool to put, like, VGR on it, or Veteran Gamer Lee and Wrist it, or, like, I have a shot that says 40K Podcast. I think the guy, thing you guys should keep in mind more than anything is to make it unique and interesting, because, uh, like, when I went from Warzone Houston GT, the coolest thing that I got there was the, uh, the Warzone Houston objective markers. No, objective markers are cool, and they're nothing stupid. They're little MDF uh, objective markers. But the thing that made them stand out and was really unique and cool is that the objective markers were actually the Houston skyline on it, shit like that. And, you know, if I just got objective markers, I wouldn't have thought anything of it. But the fact that they, you know, it was something so unique to the city of Houston itself and being at, at that event, knowing that there's only it's the only GT in the area and shit, it, it made it really cool. It made it a lot more interesting get compared to, you know, if I just had some objective marks that just had one to five on them. I don't know. It's something to think about. It's just, you know, to make them, make it special and really, like, y'all's brand of shit you can do, but do. Like, I don't know. First place is the Golden Dildo or something fucking stupid. <laughs> Golden anyway, Dildo. It's very fucked up. So, objective markers. Speaking of objective markers, he was talking about he wanted something, a unique objective marker. Yeah. Of course, we have been advertising the two-inch objective markers. I actually put two foot on a on on accident. So yeah, I saw. Thanks for the thanks for the correction. You know, at least I know people are reading it. I'm not. I'm not an idiot. Like this is goddamn. Like when people read shit online, if you clearly know what the fuck goes there, <laughs> just put it there. It was shit talking. I loved it. It was I cool. I, I fucked it up. But uh, but we've been we have been advertising the two-inch objective marker. Um, Tony Myers did actually produce for us the actual, yeah. um, the poker chip sized objective marker. He's still working on the details how to mass produce these because apparently there's an issue with the color because we got the veteran gamer in white, but it's the re-enlisted in red. Yeah, the menstrual red. The menstrual red, yeah. um, uh, which is kind of bleeding into the white, he says sometimes. So he's still trying to figure. Shocking. Yeah, the red is bleeding <laughs> into the white. Um, a little bit of Neapolitan going on, you know, just a little bit. You get the brown in there. Well, the whole thing is brownish color, so that's smoky black. Yeah, I don't. I, it's it's going to be in Temecula, right? So yeah. I don't want to put a vineyard. I don't want to put a casino. No, but I think these these would. I be, think these are cool. Yeah, these I are cool. definitely. I, I fucking these are awesome. But I think hopefully that that would please this guy. Are you going to show up, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> 
So, yeah, we're already thinking of unique things to do um, with swag and issues and stuff like that. We're coming up with some unique ideas. But thanks for the, you know, he wants unique objective markers. And that, we I think are, we're working on that. Yeah, we are working on it. And, hey, if you want to help us with the with the tournament, become a patron, too. And, I mean, money goes to this, goes to that. I yep. mean, it's all one big thing. Uh, James Germany comes back again. Apparently, he remembered what he wanted to talk about. Maybe he talked a little bit louder. The volume was an issue. I'll feel all the way for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, something else. Y'all said the call for... for I just thought I'd call and say that I got fucking late last night. <laughs> I haven't seen my wife in, like, two and a half weeks at a fucking plant I work at. Finally went on, like, a DuPont schedule. So I have time off of work again. It was fantastic. It was the single most disappointing five minutes of her life. <laughs> but I got by. Later. <laughs> That is the only important part. You get yours. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations and for having sex with your wife, and I'm glad you called us and let us know about it. Yeah, I, we definitely appreciate that. If you ever have sex and you want to let someone know about it, call yeah, us up, we, 442-444-0791. We'll definitely a, hear about a it. A long-distance high five. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like that phone call. I like that message. I'm happy about that. I'm okay. glad to know people are getting laid. That's good. Well, I'm happy for you. Uh, our clinger is Peter. He's back. Oh, Peter's Peter. back. He's back. He's going to let us know something. So we have a... Hopefully three. he talks for like five minutes. Yeah, well, good thing it's only at three and a half minutes. Hey, guys. Peter. I'm still alive. You didn't um, think you were dead. You just keep going, just so... letting you know that... Listen to your last thing. A um, few things. You played... or you, I sent some shit in. Voicemails, and you didn't play them. Oh, well, too bad. Shit gets lost in the warp. You know, fucking shit happens. Get over it. Fucking... Not everybody's gonna like you, fucking Necron dude. Sometimes shit gets lost and uh, you just gotta play <laughs> Yeah, a caller talking shit about another caller. Yeah, I like it. This is As great. for what you're doing for a DT, I will hit you up on the Facebook and, and contact Eric because there's a lot of good stuff. Um, I, real quick, about that. Swag bag only stuff. T-shirts, only make them for a swag bag. Make however many you're making, like, 60 or 30 or however many you want to have at the DT, that's it. Like, you order one, you get it. It's limited supply, limited quantity, boom, that's it. You get them in that way. All the other stuff, tape measures, fucking dick measuring things, three inch, six inch, however much, sell that shit on commission, tape measures, that sounds awesome. Stock glasses, I'm not a big collector. I only collect Jaeger stuff, um, so it's hit and miss with me. Uh... It sounds fucking awesome. I, if you do it, I probably won't be the first, get the first one, but I will fucking make sure I come out there and um, enjoy myself. You uh, sold your first ticket. I'll yes. This short. Uh, y'all have a good day. Stay safe. Stay warm. And uh, Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas. Hey, no Indian giving now. You can't take your money back. You, you already <laughs> sent that shit in. <laughs> Yeah, um, for the swag bag, he's talking about just like you you pay for it. Like you say, you add it as a swag bag. You paid for it ahead of time. That's the one. That's what you get, right? We don't have to order anything extra, sell them at the event or whatever, you know. So, yeah, but so we have so many shirt ideas, though. Are we gonna have a? I think we should have a special one there, like a different. Well, one. we'll have one for the 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 tournament. Yeah, because I mean that's that, like we talked about it before. Like it's it's cool that like you see somebody have a shirt, like oh they've been to that one, right? Because it's the only place you can get them at. But I, I get what he's saying. It also cuts down costs for me, but at that same token, like, 
as a person that goes to tournaments, I like going and everything be inclusive, and then like everybody there gets that. It's already in- included, right? Right. I I get why they have like the different prices, but I don't like different prices. I don't. You mean like the high roller package versus the regular package? Yeah, like, Las Vegas, I get it, right? It's Las Vegas. Cool. But for like a GT, I don't. Not for a G, like a major, sure. Because it's just like, I don't know what really makes it different in my head, but it just seems different. And it's, well, o- yeah. it's okay for me at a major. But at a GT, I just don't. Like, just give me one price. Right. Right. And then when everybody goes there, they all get this. So everybody's leaving with something. It's a GT. Right. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the deal. I know you are. Because well, I mean, I we're all to leave, talking in our in our group. So. Yeah, well, I wanted to leave the option available for folks. Like, if you wanted to include a shirt and some other swag with your ticket, you could, right? Or you could come, if you didn't want to do that, you could purchase one at the event, right? But if you prepaid ahead of time, yours would come essentially at a discount. Whereas, if I had to buy a bunch of shirts, then bring them to the tournament, that's now inventory I have to carry, right? Whereas, if you pre-purchase ahead of time, I know what I'm buying. I'm buying 10 mediums. I'm sorry. I'm buying. If I have a 40 van GT, I'm buying 30 double extra larges, exactly. yeah. <laughs> five triple X's, and like a couple two, of four X's, and, two, and two then two ones. smalls. Yeah, one's Hayden's. Right. <laughs> I'm just... Well, he gets a lady small. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I just, I will always fight you with this. I don't like that's, the double. That, that's fine. I, that's fine. I just I get don't that. like I, like I like the fact like oh you know. After after we get this first one done and it comes down to the second year, I'm like, oh, I'll go to the VGR GT, right? I'm going to get a shirt and I'm going to get this with my $60 or $70 or fit, whatever it is. Right, right. Ticket. Like, I know that's what I'm getting. Right. Like, I'm going to go there because they gave me stuff. It was a good venue. You know, there was beer. There was food. Like, the be an experience. Like, sure. And the goal is to have people come back. They want to, you want the people to leave and be like, oh, that was really fun. You know, I got, I don't know fucking 37th place but i still got you know the stuff right, right. people leave like they like they I, spent I got money a prize, got i got something. a shirt yeah yeah so i get it yeah yeah i get it uh, i was just thinking about folks that maybe don't want to spend the extra money they just want to show up to a tournament and do their thing right see but the but, thing but the thing is is that like the, this is the other part too is if you're doing it the way you're saying it where there's the two prices wherever our cutoff is then we gotta wait until then to actually buy the shirts to where if we have a 40-man GT, we just have four. Well, then you still need sizes. Yeah. I, I can order shirts two weeks out. It's not a problem. Like oh, okay. getting, getting shirts, if we put the cutoff two weeks out, right? At two weeks, two weeks out, you get there's no more refunds. We've sold the tickets, right? And it's because shirts. Right. and if you, Or not even because of shirts, because we have to pay for a venue and all the upfront costs. That's why there's a cutoff for things. Because you do you have to pay for things like, well, venue might not be a big issue for us, but things like the food. Right. If we're doing that, I have to tell the caterer or whoever the food truck is how many people we're expecting. Yeah. They base their, like, they, you have to provide them with a minimum. Like, they, they expect, like, a minimum we have to make 300 bucks on this each day. Right. Or each time we come out. That's what they expect. I'm just saying, excited but, I would be to, like, oh, I pay these 60 bucks. I get lunch, yeah. a shirt, and some objective tokens. Right. Right. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm going. Yeah. I don't care if I fucking win. Right. I've already got shit. Yeah. And play fucking 40K? No, I like that too. But there may be the one guy who goes, I only pay 40 bucks and I don't want that other shit. I'll drive out the, uh, the hour and a half to McDonald's and back again. We'll have somebody pitch in 20 bucks for you and you give them their shirt. Yeah. Fucker. Yeah. I get it. We just eyes and eyes we were tossing around. So yeah. this next one comes from our friends up in the north, the Canadians. Oh, Canadians. The Beyond the Battlefield podcast. They're these very polite Canadians that say fuck every once in a while while talking about and 40K. talk about penis. 
And penises? They do talk about penis. They like penis. Yeah. I they, like I, I, I like the penis. <laughs> What's up, sneaky homos? This is Matt Lucas from Beyond the Battlefield. Uh, you guys said we weren't professional. What's more professional than having a podcast on someone else's fucking a commercial on someone else's fucking podcast? Do you find yourself wanting more from your <laughs> podcast experience? You find yourself waking up at night thinking about what could have been said about the 40K meta surrounding scene. You find yourself listening to a commercial during a show that you just really don't want to listen to anymore. <laughs> well, look no further, folks, than Beyond the Battlefield. Beyond the Battlefield, a podcast that focuses on something other than dicks and balls. See, dicks and balls. Beyond the Battlefield. <laughs> Beyond the battlefield. They even have a shitty jingle too. <laughs> wow. So it's either so, dicks and farts. So like I said, or man, dicks and balls. If you want dicks and balls, you go to Beyond the Battlefield and you can learn <laughs> all about dicks and balls. That's what I got out of that. Uh, yeah, those are the guys from up north. Apparently, but uh, they, they gave us a call. They did a commercial. So uh, it's ten bucks per show, guys. So you know, I expect that ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna replay this every show now. Right, and you owe me ten bucks every time I play. And we're gonna put it on our our uh, other sixty nine. Uh, we're gonna re edit that into it, so you owe us six hundred and ninety bucks. Yeah, we're gonna go back to our very first episode, <laughs> and I'll edit it in. <laughs> yeah, so you just give us seven hundred bucks, and uh, yeah, we'll call it even. Yeah, uh, they hit us back one more time. Oh, okay, what's with the volume, dude? I don't know. Hey, Andy, uh, this is Matt from Beyond the Battlefield again. Uh, I forgot to say thanks for uh, giving us a shout out on the air. Um, you doubled, doubled our uh, viewership, uh, so thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> we doubled their listenership, so they went from ten listeners to twenty listeners. Good job. Good. Guys. I'm, I'm glad I could help out with that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. when you get to sixty nine, you can kick us down something too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I do believe in spreading the word about everyone who's putting out forty k content. I mean, we talked about a boring podcast. Yeah. A very boring podcast. Very, very, we didn't even very like. boring. That wouldn't right. even like. But we, you know, we we share with um uh, the flying monkeys all the time. You know, uh, I've got. Well, they're it. our sister podcast. They are sister podcast. We kind of have to help them. Yeah, we do have to help them along. Yeah. You know, uh, but we talk about Enigma games. I got Tyler, who's doing this paint. Tyler and Chris Rice got their paint stuff on there. Mm-hmm. I just like sharing. You know, people's you're putting out content. We're friends. We're doing cool stuff. I want to share it. So, guys from Beyond the Battlefield reached out to us, uh, talked about you know helped us with a little bit of content. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um. So you know, I'm always welcome to just reach out and share everyone else's shit. So it's all 40k. It's all good shit to me. Yep. I mean, whatever. Yeah. We, we don't have to like you. I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> or your shitty jingle. Shitty jingle. Shitty, that's every, this. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make fun of you. We just don't care. But lastly, and most importantly, what we have been drinking. Water. Water. Yes. Because <laughs> there's water inside of beer. Yes. I try to tell my lady that every time. I'm well hydrated. I, I drink all the time. <laughs> So we have been drinking the Ballast Point Mango Even Keel Session IPA. What do you think about this one? I don't taste the mango. No? Like I'm beaner and you would think like I would taste the mango. I don't taste the mango. Yeah. Maybe I'm just numb to mango. Maybe. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't get, I get beer. I don't think mango is a great flavor for beer. I think if you stick to the citruses, although the coconut worked out well in that other beer. Did it? Yeah, I liked it. You didn't like it? I don't remember it. Oh, okay. If I don't remember it, I probably didn't like it. Um, they, they have That other company has a little phone that's uh, melon. That was really sweet and didn't taste like beer. 
So, but I don't think mango is a great flavor necessarily for beer. Tiffany does not like this one at all. <laughs> don't have to worry about her stealing yours then. Yeah, I don't. So good, I can buy as much as strategy. I want to and drink it all my yeah. <laughs> Good strategy. Yeah. Um, this is okay. Uh, it's a sessional. Uh, it's got a, it's got an interesting flavor. Tiffany was not a fan. I think it's pretty okay. You don't taste the mango, so you think it's okay? It's all right. I mean, it's a bed you wouldn't kick out of beer, but, or out of bed. <laughs> kick out of beer. A beer, a beer no you wouldn't beer. kick out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's fine. It's not bad beer. It's not, like, like you said. It's it's fine. I just don't I don't taste the mango and whenever they have like, oh, it's this type of beer. You're I, expecting I expect a, you expect that, that you know? flavor. You're expecting that, it. Yeah. It's just not it's not but I mean at least it's not overpowering like something how it's like this doesn't even taste like beer. Think of like the um the watermelon beer we first started with. Like it's not overwhelmingly watermelon. Yeah. The twenty first amendment, hell or high watermelon. It's not overwhelmingly, but it's like kinda there. Mm-hmm. But like I said, mango is doesn't have an overpowering flavor by itself anyway. So I don't know. Maybe if it had some chili in it. There you go. Might be Do good. you want a chili beer next time? Because there's some good hatch chili beers out there that taste. I've like... seen them. Are they hot? They're they, they're spicy. Really? Not that's... like not overwhelmingly spicy, but you taste the spice. That's interesting. It's there. I saw it. I just never thought of I should be drinking liquid lava, it's, it's, but it's good. It's good. All right, sweet. Let's try, yeah. let's try it next time. Uh, Miguel brought me one when I was up at Bao. He brought they're, me a... the. I guess they don't have any more, but uh, Garage, which I like, they have it. I yeah. like Garage. They had a spicy one, but I didn't know. Did they have a hatch chili one? It's, it, I haven't tasted that one yet, but we'll we'll give it one to try next time. Okay. I don't know if it's there all the time, though. I saw it in the grocery store today. So. Oh, okay. Then it might be. Yeah. So, Jeff Poole, we got to our beer recommendation. I hope you could listen long enough to get to it, you piece of shit. So. <laughs> yeah, see you at the fucking tournament. Yeah, he was giving me shit about it. Listen so long to get a beer recommendation. Well, here you go. We're not a two-hour long show, probably an hour and a half. Got your beer recommendation. You could have fucking listened to one of the 68, and you would have <laughs> fucking found out a whole bunch of it. There's a beer after him, every single fucking one. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fucker. See you on Sunday. (laughs) So that has been another edition of the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted. I'm, of course, your host, Andy. And as always, enjoy my best friend, Ray. Until next time, ladies, drink up. Drink up.